0: night of the night hello and welcome to the soundcast on saturday the 13th of november 2021 i'm your host dan train joining me today zachary verges
1: <laughs> bob doesn't have a pop filter so he had to be in mexico for that one and rubber kemp. I
0: mean, you think my teas. Really yeah, very they bit.
1: sounded very poppy without, without going into the mic at all. Poppy teas. That's good. <laughs> poppy it's, like a, it's like going to be my new
2: takeout joint.
1: Like, come, come
2: on down to poppy teas. <laughs> we, got, we got all your favorite teas Earl Grey, English breakfast, <laughs> Pop and candy. You know, poppy tea special. <laughs> Come on, pour old. that into your
1: tea <laughs> Just
2: put that pop and candy straight into that tea. <laughs> you don't like that sugar?
0: That sugar not sweet enough for you? Pop my poppy teas, pop and candy. <laughs> so poppy tea sells popcorn and tea, popcorn <laughs> and
2: tea and pop and candy and uh, pop and candy. Okay, and maybe just on the edges serves everything with daddy's brown sauce. Popper, pop 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 popper, daddy's brown sauce. And what about
1: you, know, actual poppies? <laughs> <actual laughs> <elms>? Poppy <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the, we're, we're slightly. <laughs>
2: No, that's that's poppy seeds though. That's not poppy teas. They're our dirt competitors. I ain't got time for poppy seed. It's poppies.
3: <laughs> poppy.
2: And we only, are we only play nineties cheese, right? It's got to be poppy. You see, right? I see. And if you bring in a pop shield, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we're going with everything that rhymes, yeah, it's got to be poppy cheese, poppy cheese, at poppy teas.
1: The this poppy seeds rise a it down well.
2: I mean, is that, is that going to be like the only... Yeah, is that going to be the only food we serve, just bags of poppy seeds? And, <laughs> and cheese, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, I was talking about... I was still on the music thing, like poppy <laughs> cheese. But yeah, I suppose, suppose we need to have some poppy cheese. Actual poppy cheese.
0: And Earl Grey tea. <laughs> and, Earl Grey, and Earl Grey, All the teas, man. All the teas. You want your chai? Yeah, we got that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lapsang Souchon. Oh, Absolutely. »Mint«. Is it funny that like there's Men loads tea. of coffee shops and like drive through even coffee shops that like, there's no like tea shops, although you get tea from the coffee shops, but I mean, there's there no are, like tea brands.
1: tea rooms. Tea rooms, but there's no
0: like, <laughs> I know what you mean. There's no, there's like, no like twinings. Well, that's, they make the tea, but there's no like Starbucks of tea.
1: No. <laughs> Starbucks just, have... just makes the tea
0: as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. But... Well, this
2: is where Papa Teas comes in. <laughs>
0: yeah, Puppy Teas. Papa Teas. I'll <laughs> sort that out for you. And the, they, I probably need
2: to drop the American accent though for, 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 It is actually so about I was tea. wondering
0: where that came from. Cause it's like poppy, uh, popping popcorn chicken or something. Is pop, that where it's like, popcorn style?
3: chicken,
0: pop, pop. What, you mean poppy C's? Uh, it's just... poppy seeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you get puppy puppy pop, poppy seeds at poppy teas? Poppy seeds. Probably get your poppy seeds. Okay. popcorn chickens. And all, all all, adverts involved being right up on the mics <laughs> with no pop Poppies, yeah. yeah. Gotta, gotta enjoy the impact of all them P's. Them plosives.
2: P's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just for everyone listening on their headphones. Like, oh God, <laughs> yeah.
2: what just happened welcome to my ears?
0: To the, welcome to the plosive cast. Yes. Plosive
2: girls, yeah, I love it. That's a great word, isn't it? A plosive.
0: Yeah, it's very aptly named.
1: Is it, <laughs> Or is it? Now we've got to talk about the word explosive and yep. the relation to plosive. That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> <thinking. laughs> yeah. it comes from a standard podcast discussion. <laughs> well,
2: so. it's like plosive then directional, right? Because like if explosive is out, implosive <laughs> is in, is plosive just sort of a vector <laughs> of force?
0: Just, right. <laughs> like a rocket. Yeah, kind of.
1: Rockets, they're not explosive, they're, they're plosive. They're plosive. Yeah. I don't know they are kind of explosive. Well, it depends what you're talking about. If you're talking about the exhaust of the rocket, yeah, that's too mm. maybe explosive. Maybe <laughs> maybe explosive.
0: Yeah. What else is there? That's what a rocket does, right? Well,
1: when it hits something, it explodes. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs>
0: like a like yeah, like a rocket in terms of weapon rather than a than yes. a, a spacecraft.
2: I guess the the propellant on the rocker is on the rocket would be explosive, and then the actual impact is explosive. Yeah, maybe makes sense. And then if you load it with red matter, you get an implosive rocket that's explosively propelled.
0: Red matter from Star Trek two thousand and nine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. So, hang on. <laughs> or Minecraft. To oh, red matter in Minecraft is that, in, in, does I, that pull things in? I
1: feel like. Well, I don't know if you could actually. I think there might be one mod that uses it like that, but there's it's it's used as like the final tier of matter compression in the stupid equivalent exchange. Like you go you go past dark matter and then you have red matter. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> You
0: go beyond not being able to see it, yeah. to it being red. <laughs> okay, that's quite dumb.
2: <laughs> oh man, the uh, and you the get infrared matter. <laughs>
0: That Would be dark matter, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Well, it, yeah, well, I wouldn't know because you could still see it with an infrared camera, I guess. Yeah, but are you saying it
1: of. absorbs infrared or does it emit infrared? Yeah, <laughs> that's well, the it, question. yeah, if it emits it,
0: either way, you could tell it was there, yeah. unlike dark matter, which you can't tell if it's there, apart from, from the gravitational pull, maybe, and the accent. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> it's distinctive. do <Dark> <laughs> you tell Dark Matter from Matter? Dark just for the Matter the, with They can never fully lose that accent for the Dark Matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the Space Telescope finally launching. God, it better fucking succeed. If, if, that, if, if that thing blows, blows up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Everyone is, like, butt-clenching <laughs> for, the whole, for the, whole, the whole world. Oh, my God. People's entire careers have been
1: trying to build this one. And it's not just they, that it has, like... It's not that it just has to avoid blowing up. It also has to, like, work. Yeah. I so can't even go and fix it. It's not That's like a Hubble it. situation where you can go up there and fix it after you put it up there. And once it's up there, you're basically fine. Yeah.
0: I think it's definitely much more likely to go wrong up there than it is to blow up. Um, it's the, uh, did you see the unfolding sequence? There's, like, 200 different, like, surveys or something. It's, like, that all have to work. Literally all of them have to work. It's insane.
2: Wait, so like, if one goes, it can't just like be dragged by the others. Yeah, I, well,
0: presumably there's a redundancy in in the You'd system, hope. but yeah. I mean, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure if it was possible to add redundancy, they would have added it, given <laughs> <laughs> given how if, the, if it doesn't work, they're screwed. Well, maybe I don't know. It's
1: like, how much more how much more money would it cost to launch if you had too much redundancy? I don't know. I mean who knows what if it doesn't work I don't if you add so much redundancy that you literally double the price then don't bother because then you can just build another one if it doesn't work uh, <laughs>
2: maybe that's, a, that's not a bad thought is it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it, if it literally doubles the cost don't bother build two
0: I wonder and unless how... there's
2: always something that fails in which case build two isn't going to work so
0: like it's going to that Lagrange point, right? Yeah. Whatever. But like, how busy can that place g- get? Like, presumably, you can put quite a few satellites in that Lagrange point. But if it was super precise, they'd be on top of each other, wouldn't they?
1: But it doesn't. It's like it doesn't have to be that precise. is the whole idea, right? Yeah. Because okay. you're actually orbiting like nothing essentially, right? Yeah. Because you don't actually sit at the point; you orbit around the point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The dead zone. Right. Okay. So there's space. Yeah. Still space up there for other other. And you're still going to need to use fuel, things. regardless. <laughs>
0: So what what is Lagrange? Uh it's a Led Zeppelin song, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh it well, it's, you could
1: probably explain it better than me, but it's it's the point between two gravity wells that where it evens out so like oh, you know, in between the earth and the sun if you're in the Lagrange point you're being pulled equally by both but it also like because of the way it's warping 3d space there's like four of them there's like the one in between the two points there's one on the opposite side of both the points because then they're both pulling equally oh, mm-hmm. I see. and then there's two that are like on like equilateral triangles ahead and behind of the second point because of the weird way gravity works <laughs> hmm. But basically you can sit there almost perfectly still without using fuel. If you're in that place. Except not really, because you have to orbit it very slightly. Hmm. But that's good for a telescope, presumably. Well, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily they're worried about the fuel or the orbital position as much as it's just like they're using L uh, two, I think, right? That's the one on the f- that's in line with the Earth and the Sun, but behind the Earth, because then right. you're not you're never right. going to see the Earth or the Sun because you're basically facing outwards yeah, away from the Earth. Yeah, Yeah, but they still have to have a giant shield just to, <laughs> just to, to... muffle all the shit spewing out of Earth from behind. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and that seems to be the main thing: unfurling the shields, like from from the shape that it is in the in the in the rocket. Yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, making that because the mirror just un- just just has two flaps right to slot into mirror shapes so that's quite straightforward yeah. I think but it's it's just un- it's just undeploying the, the, the sun shield thing it seems to be the big the big difficulty more or less difficult than a solar
1: sail <laughs> well basically it basically is a solar sail it solar. kind of is yeah <laughs> well not as not intentionally but more layers but like uh, same yeah, sort of concept yeah the big so sheet, it,
2: but if it's a Lagrange, it doesn't need to be pushed out. Right? No. It doesn't need to be literal
3: sail.
0: No, that's right. It shouldn't go anywhere. Hopefully, that'd be bad if it did. <laughs> All right, what are they planning to photograph with this thing?
1: Everything, <laughs> everything, <laughs> yeah. everything.
0: It's like a super Hubble, but in a different, presumably in a different wavelength range, isn't it? More of a radio telescope than the Hubble is. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. It'll be a massive deal. <laughs> get some really good pictures from it. I hope it's a massive deal. Black Friday's coming. Yay! Hey, <laughs> get yourself a new space telescope. <laughs> yeah.
3: Get your space telescopes for cheap now.
2: <laughs> Come on down to Curry's PC world. we got <laughs> we got NASA satellites that fell from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> All the knockoff telescopes. that didn't quite make it. We, can, we got them. <laughs> We picked them up.
1: I also watched a little, another sea of random space things. I watched a video about the most the company that's attempting to do, like, spin launching, where you just attach the has payload it. onto the end of an arm and then it's just spin it and then chuck it, 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 it. it. It's like, <laughs> like oh, it. Nice. Shuck it straight up. The ultimate yeet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so cool. Probably not actually viable. Like no, obviously this company is all big marketing yeah. speak at the moment when yeah. they're still in the test phase, but then don't don't do they need to have
2: some sort of barrel just to make sure it goes the right direction. No, you time the release. That's what you Yeah,
1: yeah I know, but that's the part that sounds yeah, ultra dangerous. <laughs> yeah. No, not really. Not more than a rocket launch in general.
0: Maybe. I don't
2: know. There's something like with a rocket launch you might be able to have some level
1: of control after it's gone. Well, I mean it's it doesn't throw it entirely into orbit it has, still has to have an actual rocket part after the throwing part oh, as okay. right. the throwing part gets through the dense atmosphere and you know the main area you'd use all the rocket fuel and then, and then there's some actual flight later yeah
0: I mean I know a rocket launch is pretty violent but surely it's it's all about
1: the satellite not getting squashed while it's spinning around oh yes that is the problem the yeah. spin launch. It, it, gives a, it gives a ridiculous amount of g-force but mm. supposedly it's actually fine because of the way it spins up to speed gradually it's not like a shock g force, it's like a continuous g force. Yeah. And apparently they've tested it like and you can just put a smartphone in there and it will survive like 5,000 G's. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Okay.
0: <laughs> Is that true?
1: Supposedly. Freaking X. Just because it's applied very gradually rather than instantly.
0: Yeah, how much,
2: like, I suppose it's 5,000 Gs. Is that actually 5,000 Gs pressing on important bits of the phone? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, 5,000 Gs pressing right in the middle of the screen is
1: probably going to be bad. <laughs> but, yes. but, not point, lo- but, point yeah, loading.
0: Surely it would get flattened.
1: <laughs> like, well, yeah. presumably there is some structural requirement for this yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> hmm.
0: Interesting.
2: I mean, I guess they're not. Yeah, if you mount it right inside the thing, and as you say, and the G is all pushing in the right direction, you're not going to get the uh, the phone, the classic phone bend. No, (laughs) no, that
1: seems to be the worst problem with phone construction. Supposedly, the biggest problem with this system, well, there's two things. Firstly, you have to spin it in a vacuum, so you have to have a giant ass vacuum chamber that has the whole spinning arm and payload in, and it has to have like basically a sheet over the exit so that it can puncture its way out. Because you have to keep the vacuum in, but you also have to get the rocket out. Right, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> so you just crazy. have to have, like, a destructible doorway <laughs> yeah, that you out of.
2: Yeah, because really, you can't just open it at the last second because all the pressure that
1: comes in is going to bone up your... Well, that too. Because, like, the moment all the atmosphere goes back in there, you've got this thing that's spinning incredibly fast. It's going to get very hot. Mm, yeah. And then, obviously, the other problem is as soon as you release the rocket, you've completely changed the weight distribution. So Yeah, you're going to either destroy the arm or, like, you're going to have to, like, Basically, chuck a ballast downwards at the same time, <laughs> to, to, so you have a per- perfect counterbalance. You need like a trebuchet kind of action,
0: <laughs> like that. You were yeah, then on you the, the
1: arm you can't really spin that up. No, it's true.
2: You just you, you need well, basically you need a sort of rail gun that circumnavigates well, or
1: you just make a rail gun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, hell, yeah. that's how you solve this problem.
2: For sure, <laughs> and, yeah, from the idea one you say like trebuchet action. You just go all the way around the globe and then fire it out the other end, and then but then you can accelerate nice and slowly. I think you'd need one that long, <laughs> <laughs> but you'd want one, wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> it's like that's that no That's was what it was ready for. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, that—that that, I'm just thinking. It's like it could be that terrible Total Recall remake. Well, not that terrible, but kind of odd Total Recall remake where they just cut a hole through the middle of the earth and that was—that was the commuter route. <laughs> just, what? <laughs> that's kind of the weird, the weird thing about that. Um, oh, what's his face? Irish guy was in it in Bruges um yeah that guy also in the what is it the fantastic beasts stuff um colin something yes that's it uh <laughs> colin colin no irishman i cut I, sorry okay I, I can't remember it's not surf, i want to say surf anyway um <laughs> That'd be a very different film, yeah. They, they just they just basically have a, like a hole through the center of the Earth, and that's how they commute between like safe parts of the planet or something. They just go through the middle, right? Doesn't
1: seem it's... sensible. I mean, it would work, but it'd be impossible to build. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah, you need need one of those. Yeah, but that doesn't
1: actually it gain you any
2: speed. No, it not <laughs> out the other end exactly. <laughs> <is your style.
3: laughs> yeah.
1: But not for launching to space. It's only for traveling along the Earth. Not if it was a rail gun all the way through the middle. Yeah, but then you'd be then you would then it wouldn't actually be any benefit to building it like that. You might as well build it on the surface. Because he's not actually gaining anything from going through the middle. Just be straight. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be straight. It wouldn't be in the way.
2: I mean, surely with the slingy thing, like when it actually does launch, like you'd have to be really careful. Because surely when it's spinning all the pressure is outwards right from the direction of the spin. And then when it f- eventually flings it isn't that going to just suddenly shift and is that the bigger problem? Well that's what you like, said.
1: You have to like it's, it's going to unbalance it. Yeah, it's it's
2: still a shock G in some
0: ways. Well not like, for the
1: rocket really but for the arm. But that's why you know like I said there's ways to solve that like But it
0: would hit the atmosphere
1: would, immediately out of the vacuum. But that's
0: what I mean it isn't a shock G
2: for the thing cuz it changes from being it sort of does a 90 degree like change, doesn't it, in, like, in where the actual pressure is, because it'll be pressing down on you from the atmosphere. Yeah, but it's not actually an than...
1: acceleration at that point, is it? Cause no, it's, no, no, it won't it's... be, but it'll... You're not accelerating any more speed, you're just suddenly not being pulled inwards, essentially. No, no right. if, if anything, it's a deceleration. But you would be
0: hitting the thickest part of the atmosphere at the very high speed compared to a normal rocket. I mean, that's why you have aerodynamics. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And presumably hypersonic
0: aerodynamics in this case. Yeah, but usually a hypersonic plane is designed to fly pretty high before it gets hypersonic. Yeah. Thin atmosphere.
1: I mean, it's not like you can't shoot a bullet out of a gun. That's true. That's true. That's, true. That, that's fair. Yeah. For very tiny payloads, just shoot the
0: sky. Yeah. I suppose it works with artillery and stuff as well. Hmm. Space. Space news. Space news. Talking about, talking about
2: that space news, I saw that Dune. Dune. Yeah. That, which I've already spoken to Dan about. There's a little bit outside of cast. And I'm trying to solidify my thoughts into some kind of podcast friendly manner. Yeah. I'm not sure I can. It's just. <laughs> so it's basically, like... it's too average to have an opinion on. I mean, kind of. <laughs> it's like. It's tearing me apart, Lisa! It's, it's sort of like, a, there are definitely, there's a lot of elements I really like about it, but is it, like, because it has that Villeneuve style, man, it's like, it's just oozing with it, and that, that hands... Yeah, hand, it's very much his style. That hands him a score that goes along with it, hoo it's pretty good, although we did have some complaints about the sound balance in places, like, it seemed like the, maybe that was just the, the cinema I was in, but, like uh zimmer did overpower some dialogue in plots in right. places yeah i mean there's want to do that isn't it yeah and it was just like okay that's kind of not quite sure
0: i caught what was happening there but i think i caught it well enough I'm quite on um, nolan level of not being able to hear what else on <laughs> exactly there.
2: um and the sound design for the voice was cool and the, yeah that was cool um some I was, of the, just some of the general background percussion was kind of neat you know and stuff like that yeah it's a decent decent score yeah and the visuals are you get you do get i found myself swept along by all of that in a sort of hypnotic state mm, i think that's the idea isn't it yeah but not necessarily engaging with anything else about the film i think like right i kind of wanted to be interested and I guess that was the thing. I was in. Yeah, I guess I was more interested than entertained. That's actually probably the way to put it. Right, like, the, there's a there's, there's quite a bit going on here. There's stuff. There's stuff bubbling, but it's never really explored all that much. And then stuff just sort of happens in the middle of it, and that's never really explored that much. Like things just sort of go wrong, but like or. Yeah, the situation doesn't go quite to plan, and it's never really explained why or who or how. And it's like so you're left kind of going, "Well, that's all the interesting stuff, and none of that's here." <laughs> and it's um, so you, and 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 of course, as you as it wasn't really advertised, I suppose, but if you're in the know, you knew this was going to be the first of a two parter.
0: Yeah, and, it does uh, say Doom Part One, right? At the start. Right
2: at the start, but it wasn't yeah. advertised that way, right? Mm. None of none of the um, trailers or none of the um, marketing was Pushing this as a two-parter film, partly because they
0: didn't know if there would be a part, to it, uh, yeah. Or.
2: So, I've so I've heard it's like they were running the risk that they they might not get picked up for the second part yeah. <laughs> this entire time. Um, which was boy, that's brave. Um, and then of course, as a result of that, it just ends in a totally unsatisfying place mm, that's, that's just like way through the story, but kind well, yeah, or to. Yeah, some people have been describing it as like actually, like you're nearly two thirds of the way through by the time you reach that point, and it's just of, of the main know. plot. I don't
0: know. Some other stuff happens.
2: Yeah, Dude. I don't know. So, yeah, you've you've made it two and a half hours, and you still don't really know anything. It seems, and it's just a I don't know. I, a bit in the back of my head thinks it's like you even needed to go full on TV series and actually just go deep and explore all of this and make the complicated world work because you've put everything in maybe even flesh it out more mm. you know fill in the gaps um or somewhere there's possibly a 90 minute edit <laughs> that could have actually have worked mm. like off part one or of yeah. part one yeah. yeah just just trim it um because there's an awful lot of scenes that are just there as dressing um that end up being not really noteworthy, except for them to perhaps do something flashy with the visuals an hour later. Um I'm thinking of the trees in particular. Oh right, yeah. Like they they only exist to do a dramatic moment like five seconds of footage later. Well
0: that's like a social thing, isn't it, where it's like
2: <laughs> kinda, but it's like it's sort of unnecessary because they don't even go into the social dynamics of the of the city all that much. hmm you know, they they mention it, but it's set dressing.
0: It's, and it's I think... about how precious the water is, right? Isn't that what that seems about? <laughs> kind of, but you yeah. kind of already knew that. Because <laughs> right. they'd already go... Like, they've already, like, by explaining still suits and explaining all that oh, stuff... Oh, yeah, it's like, but the fact that they're, kind... they're using water that could be, you know, could be for people on these trees. Or yeah, whatever, but
2: that's like, you, you already got the idea that it's, like, a little bit that way inclined. And, hmm. uh, you know, the Fremen are already impre- uh, oppressed and things like that. We already know all that. Yeah, we don't, yeah, like, yeah. like it's not, but anyway, that's just yeah, one yeah, that's example. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a few sense. moments like that where it's just like,
1: like okay,
2: yeah, some, some key plot points, like halfway through the, let's just call it the big fight. Um, there's um yeah, some, some plot points in there that are just like, oh, you really rushed that. That just sort of happened and went away. Okay. <laughs> probably could have survived without it potentially i don't know it's a, it was always going to be a difficult adaptation let's be honest it's like it's possibly one of the hardest no, it's things to, do. Hard to adapt yeah. yeah um but for me i don't think this was the direction like ultimately are you a fan of the, the book and stuff it's one of those things i think i prefer the like I guess a little bit like, like mass effect <laughs> anyway, bring it back to video games. I think I like the, the world, what they do with the world more than I end up enjoying the core story. Mm. If that makes sense. That's mm. like the world, yeah, yeah. the world setup is great. What the core plot is not necessarily as much of a fan.
0: Um, it's very faithful to the classic sci-fi novel. Yeah. yeah it's which is, much is commendable. Novel. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But I think that's always, I think that's my problem with a lot of things
2: in general, actually. It's just like they do a fantastic job setting up the world and then they tell a rubbish story. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's, that's fairly common. Um,
0: and in games <laughs>
2: true in games as well yeah. very true but games. that
0: doesn't matter as so much because you can just sort of live in the world and do missions and stuff exactly and it doesn't actually matter that the yeah core, well, if the core plot isn't that good it's not as important in the, games the, as in, in exactly games. yeah the being in the world can be the point <clears throat> yeah um, and you can have side stories and stuff that can be good even when the main plot isn't the best absolutely
2: yeah, yeah, I'm sort of thinking more recently. Like you can think, Sable is that entire thing, right? It's the distillation of like there isn't much of a plot here. Yeah, but being in the in this this world just looks damn interesting, and that's mm. all you need. Um. Oh yeah, Dune, 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 done so Dune. I don't I saw Dune. We're done with Dune.
0: I saw the Edgar Wright film. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, last night in Soho. That was quite good. Uh, it, it got better as it went along. I was a bit worried at first that it was a little bit TV ish. Uh, I was like, oh, uh, no, this isn't quite a Hollywood level. Is that just sort um, of
2: in the way it's shot? You mean, I think
0: or? maybe it was the way it was shot initially, and also, like, maybe it's just because it was set. It's set in. It was, like, started in Cornwall, and, in, in, you know, <laughs> right. it, it just sort of felt like a TV, British TV show at first, <laughs> but then it started to. Uh, uh, get more visually interesting when all the craziness starts yeah that in general like with like brit stuff where it's well like... it's like uh, that worked fine for like um you know stuff like hot Fuzz because it's like this deliberately that's con- the, it's just the that's point the joke. yeah that's the joke it's <laughs> deliberately kind of contrasting the crazy hollywood action movie with the down to earth <laughs> yeah. like yeah that was the joke whereas in this it's not it's, it's not a comedy in that way i mean it's funny in places i'm sure but it's not it's not one of those and so it's like yeah uh, it was a little bit strange,
2: but it worked. I think you know. it's, it's just yeah. I think it's easy to fall into that trap just because it's British sometimes. Yeah, like, maybe, know, we've maybe, sort maybe of been, it. maybe it's just us. Like as a, we've been like all the block most of the the big budget blockbusters are kind of American set in some ways. So, yeah. so then when you hear uh, like a cheeky British accent, like, <laughs> like and everyone's got a cheeky British accent, you sort of immediately feel a little low budget for some reason May, maybe
0: i mean maybe i think clunky dialogue is more obvious when it's like uh british like i think sure. your american stuff sort of covers that over a bit further for us maybe or for me anyway uh but you know anyway or maybe it's the american cheese that you miss I don't know. yeah <laughs> um but yeah i recommend seeing it it was good it's got it's got um i always it's like game of thrones i come for like the old uh uh, the old English actors who happened to be in it, like this one's got Terence Stamp in it and Diana Rigg.
1: Yeah. And Diana
0: Rigg was in, um, must be the last film because she died sadly, but um, she was in Game of one of the best things in Game of Thrones as well. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I saw the... They did, they did the the I saw the trailer for the new Kingsman film, like The King's Man. Oh yeah, actually looked pretty good. That I was, haven't was seen the second.
0: How many other have there been?
2: There's been, been two, two so yeah, far. I haven't seen the second one. Yeah. Second is probably slightly more absurd than the first, right? Which is saying something. Was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. That was so weird. Internally, that first film. Oh yeah, it's so weird. And then just a random anal sex joke at the end. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. is that necessary? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, uh,
2: yeah, that in that respect, maybe they get a, like, the second one does a better job in not doing it. Right. But yeah, no, the iPhone was quite it looked quite good. Also Ray Fines, you know. Doing like he's 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 no longer <laughs> he's just trading M for some other M. <laughs> right, 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 right. Comedy M. Yeah. That looked alright. Uh, but I'm all about that matrix next, obviously.
0: Yeah. Obviously. Who knows? I mean, like like we say, I thought that trailer was Surprisingly intriguing. Yeah, that it could be pants, but it could be good. Who knows? <laughs> a cast recommendation. Preview. It could be pants. <laughs> preview, preview result. I mean, it, I, I'm not convinced that it, it. Well, you know, there is hope that it won't be pants based on that trailer. Whereas the other the other things you like, you see the trailer, you like confirmed pants. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't need to watch. Uh, yeah. yeah. The more I thought about that Uncharted trailer, uh, yeah, the less
2: the less it sits well.
0: Is that day or midnight? Neither. Neither, Alexa. It's given up. Confirmed, <laughs> confirmed pants. <Definitely> confirmed pants. <laughs> it's
2: confirmed pants at any time of the day. Is <laughs> midnight? <Yeah. laughs> Alexa, stop. Whatever it is you're doing, stop.
1: Let we go. <laughs> little, inter- little interruption.
3: Ugh. <laughs> uh.
1: Speak of adverts and confirmed pants, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) confirmed pants. Is it an advert for pants? No, pants confirmed. Well, not yet. I mean, it's it's you know it's November, which means the YouTube Christmas advertising is ramping up. It begins, starting to see lots of clove adverts and perfumes. I've started my YouTube Premium trial, (laughs) (laughs) just in time. Gotta avoid it. (laughs) But apparently, what has actually. Happened apparently yesterday <laughs> in YouTube is that they for some reason decided to completely change how adverts are shown. Wait, really? Well, I think they're trying to because you know how normally on a, on like a YouTube advert it has like a little hyperlink in the bottom that actually links to you know what it's advertising. Mm. If you don't want to click on the video, no, that doesn't work though, does it? I think it, if you click on a video, it does, does just does link it, to the or thing, does it, right? or Does it pause? The or ad? does it pause? It? I think it pauses it still. But anyway, so normally there's a tiny little hyperlink thing in the bottom left that, you know, links you to whatever it's advertising. But now they seem to have decided that that wasn't enough. So now what you get is half the screen has the advert in a tiny window. So it's like, it's the same aspect ratio, but compressed down to fit in half the screen. So there's just black bars. And the other half of the screen has like the text part with like the click here to go to the... So it's just like why Why? (laughs) who thought that was a good design and also apparently because people weren't prepared for this change i've already seen like more than one of these adverts where the text package is just like a broken hyperlink to (laughs) nothing
0: so did they did they deploy this change at the same time as hiding the dislike count so that people would talk about that instead of the advert
1: maybe because that's Uh, the other thing that's happened yeah they're trying to hide the dislike counts except only on you know really big channels not on the small channels where it oh, actually wow. matter <laughs> is, it,
2: is it really
0: is it specific That's well
1: not... or well maybe or maybe they haven't fully rolled it out across everyone yet but they're starting with the big channels for sure
0: because I saw people were sad about the clip from Futurama like the neutral, guys, yep, the neutral <laughs> I have party. no strong feelings one way or the other and it's like perfectly balanced like likes and dislikes it's like you can't ruin that joke
1: yeah <laughs> Now you just have to guess. Because the dislikes still exist, you just can't Mm. see them on the video. Only the people who have access to the back end, like the creators, can still see it. The dashboard. Which completely negates one of YouTube's arguments of why they wanted to get rid of them. Which was like, we don't want people to feel bullied by dislikes, so we're going to hide them, except the people who are actually the ones making the video still get to see them. (laughs) 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 That's
2: really strange, isn't it? Because surely if someone posted a video that was bullying... Right, like it's an opinion piece or something that was bullying someone potentially. Surely that would just get liked by all the assholes, right? and, well, then, yes, and that's, that's <laughs> and that's the visible bit. <laughs> so it's and yeah, I do not understand that reasoning at all. Is, I mean, it, the, is, it just, is it just because like people see it and go like, uh, do you reckon there's like a sheep mentality? Well, when yes. it comes to there's some
1: amount of dogpiling aspects. Yeah, as you know, where it's like once it starts rolling into downvotes, they just get piled on. But like, that's must, not a good enough reason. <laughs> I must downvote this because of social pressure.
0: <laughs> but like the Reddit downvote system, like it actually is important on like what appears in the feed, right? Yeah. Like mm. the YouTube, does, does it matter that much? No. no. Well, it, well, nobody really ma- knows. Well, supposedly it hasn't
1: mattered for ages because according to the YouTube algorithm, likes and dislikes are exactly the same. It's just right. engagement. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. So if like if if people hit,
2: so yeah. people hit that yeah. dislike button, it actually boosts it.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Most it. So it all sucks. And like <laughs> I mean, if dislikes get turned off and people have comments turned on, that's gonna just gonna fuck up the comment sections even more than they already are. Cause they won't just people who just have people just disliking and going all their way. Everyone will have to type a comment in order to, to, disper- say, to express their dislike. Uh, yeah, to say I
0: confirm my disliking publicly. That's great. More drama for internet comment etiquette, Eric. <laughs>
1: God. But YouTube comments suck so much. <laughs> yeah, they do. Exactly. Yeah, but not in a fun way. They <laughs> suck. You don't have to read them. Well, yes, but that's the whole problem. And that's why, like, if I was a person who wanted feedback on something, I'd much rather have just likes and dislikes than having to read comments. <laughs> mm, right. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> but then at least you're the creator and you still have that. Well, yeah, yes for now for now yeah does it only become positive engagement do you think like they just they just get rid of dislike completely but mm. did they try that once before actually like like. well they already or, or was that or was that something facebook did? someone did that didn't yeah they? They, were they, were... they
1: got rid of them on i think it was facebook right they got yeah, rid well, of dislikes got... and it's only like flag is the only thing
2: you yeah. can do in the negative to be
1: like this is inappropriate <laughs> hmm. But they'd already hidden the number of dislikes on comments in YouTube. So you can see how many likes a comment has, you can't see how many dislikes it has. But there is still a dislike button there. But I don't know if those dislikes are even tracked, because that's not linked to like the creator of the video, unless you can see that on the on the comments page on the creator back end of the video. Like you could maybe you can see the dislikes of the comments on your video. Maybe. I don't even know.
2: <laughs> I don't even know.
1: But yeah. Obviously YouTube's bullshit reasoning is bullshit. All they're really doing is trying to not piss off the big companies who get dogpiled a lot. Hmm. <laughs> Such as Nintendo, for example, in their last couple of videos. Where right. where the pricing of the expansion pass is like probably one of the most outvoted videos Nintendo's ever
2: had. It's the most disliked video on YouTube, <laughs> apparently. Well, yeah.
1: by ratio at least. Is it? Like is that how or it, is is that it how they
2: worked out or is it just raw
1: clicks? Oh, I don't think it's raw clicks. It's not got nearly enough use for that. Surely not.
0: Yeah. But that's the headline that we saw, is it? Mm. That
1: so it's the most disliked. Can't of, be right. No, mm. I, I don't think so. I'd believe it if it... Well, um, Maybe most disliked of the year? If that's a yeah, thing. that would make more sense. If, mm. if there's a way of tracking it that way? Or most disliked of Nintendo's. <laughs> well, that could that could work. That's well, probably be definitely true.
3: Yeah.
2: And uh, segue into news, Nintendo have responded to to that as, yeah, we're working on improving Switch Online. Really? That's that's all they've said.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's all they've said every time for the last three or four years that Uh, it's been shit continuously uh, since launch. uh, At least at the Okay, at least
2: prior to Expansion Pass, I kind of got why they might want to start charging for online play, especially if it means run the, running the cost of servers for games like Splatoon and Animal Crossing and Smash and it's like and Mario Kart. And it's like, okay, so you, you've got to get money to keep those servers running somewhere. I kind of get it. Xbox does it. PlayStation does it but not necessarily for their own services, which is kind of, you know, again, that's probably a slight point for this. It's not like they give Fortnite money for, <laughs> like, oh, you need, to, oh, no, free plays, so it doesn't count, but it's not like they gave, uh, like, Rocket League money for being, like, it's also fair, like. <laughs> <laughs> it is now, but when it, when it was when it was first released, you know what I mean? To so say, like, oh, you need to, because you're, you've released a game where you need the like gold subscription to play, it's like oh maybe some of that gold money should go towards your server costs. It's not it's not like it was that, hmm. but you know I, I guess I, I kind of forgive Nintendo for introducing the Pass for that reason alone. I guess because I cared about Nintendo's own games. Um, but the expansion, the expansion, <laughs> the expansion Pass is just. just there's no justification for that. There is none. Like for the amount of money it costs, there is none. So it's just and that and we didn't talk about it last time, but that that N sixty four emulation. It's, it's, it's no good. Mm, didn't we talk about that last time? No, uh, we 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 actually skipped over it. We mentioned it before the podcast between us, but didn't actually end up talking about it. I and mean, it's not like there's anything to say.
1: No, it's just bad. Although apparently it's mainly just Ocarina of Time that's bad. The other ones aren't nearly as bad <laughs> somehow. I think I
2: saw yeah, Ocarina's is the one that's been doing the rounds cuz like the the fog, the, the classic N64 fog is kind of crucial to how that game looks. Sure. And they didn't do that right. Mm-hmm. So I could I can possibly see that for other games that's less of an issue. Um but that wasn't the only problem, right? People were complaining about the input lag being an issue like the emulators actually fairly laggy um compared to existing solutions. And the slightly odd thing that Nintendo have been good at this before. I mean, that's that's the weird thing, right? right? Nintendo yeah. have been good at emulating N64 themselves in, in the, the past. past. Yeah. And in fact, they kind of always have been good at it until now. Hmm. Like, Virtual Console was fine comparatively. It had a few issues, but not too bad. Those are... Uh, I don't, I'm not sure how those um we we may have touched on this before at uh, this bit but like how those GameCube variants ran like were they
0: emulated or were they actually um what variants
2: um of Ocarina of Time right Oh, Are those, those um, yeah yeah
0: yeah I had that I played it through on that that was I remember that being fine mm. um at the time but yeah like how was, were they
2: done were they actually emulated or were they just like a code
0: port at that mm. point to GameCube um I'm sure I had two different discs. One of them only had Ocarina, but had like Master Quest on it. Mm. And the other one had, I think Majora's Mask. I think they're both here. Right. Mm. (laughs) I think they're both in upstairs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can run those when we come to record them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, true. Because you can just straight up put GameCube discs in PCs. I've done that before. Hmm. Oh, what will Dolphin just run it like that? Well, assuming that Dolphin continues to work in the way those older GameCube emulators did, then yes. Hmm. Like even like PC CD drives even have the slot for the smaller size. They they do. So you can just shove them in there, and it's totally fine. They
2: do. I I don't know how long it's been since I've opened the CD drive on this PC. (laughs) Yeah, does it have? It does have the notch. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It is. It is notched. Notched for GameCube.
1: <laughs> they know I wonder what point those notches existed and like yeah. why it must be yeah. a
0: standard from the yeah 90s. it's just like yeah. it was a
1: standard but like what did they think those discs were going to be for do
0: you remember <laughs> when the CD-ROM was new and like the ones that we had at school had the the um, like, caddies, was, the caddies yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were weird weren't
2: they for like, some reason giant, they're, like giant terribly made floppy disk like holders yeah. i mean was that a meant to be metal flap
1: was that like some kind of early cd-rom thing or was that like school grade where it's like, like we need to protect oh, the discs it's, by it's, putting them in this I mean, enclosure so children it, it, can't it, it, touch them it could, it
2: could well have been that <laughs> i would believe it. it it depends
1: how well the disc is actually like wobble proofed in there i guess mm. well i don't know how those containers actually work like do they is it like a floppy where it just opens a flap and then reads the disc yeah. through the Yeah flap? yeah yeah it's literally that yeah. it just opened a huge uh, there was a huge
2: metal slider like a floppy disk and the drive would push that away so the laser could still do its normal
0: normal work mm. I don't know what disc we were using it was just Encarta in cartridge 95 yeah. <laughs> I think why have any other disc apart from in 95
2: or was it the um Microsoft musical instruments or something. Like auto routes,
0: so, you can, <laughs> so you can plan your trip to Scotland. <laughs> Print out the, the, the directions.
2: I think I've talked about this before on the cast as well, but there was this disc I always remember that Needham Market Middle School had. It was called, like, The Garden of Unearthly Delights. Yep. Or something. And there was just a, Ooh, it was just a gallery of, of pictures that people made using a fractal engine or something, wasn't it? Like,
1: Maybe. Kind... Maybe some optical illusion stuff. Maybe, yeah. I don't really remember. Wasn't all that interesting. I mean, that's just basically like. <laughs> just like the expansion for Incarta. It's just like, here's some more images because that's all that we actually use CDs for at the moment. Yeah. Here, here, this is multimedia. <laughs>
2: yep. <laughs> We've just about got video working, just. For the odd. There was like, yeah. There was like one or two. Didn't. I remember, was it Ipswich School, I think they had some sort of chemistry program you could load up
0: and just watch cesium explode. Oh. Is that not just part of Incar? <laughs> was it part of Incar? Maybe.
2: I just I just remember that, just going to the, like, right, let's have a look at the explosive yeah. chemical section. It's like, ooh, phosphorus burns feel good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Because Windows 95 came with some videos when you installed it. It had, like, a Weezer music video, and, like, a I, don't Edie, remember Edie the, one or, I think they changed it at some point, so maybe it wasn't Weezer. But right. I remember
2: yeah, I maybe you're right, there might be something else. Did it have like a version of like little boxes or something as well? Like, there's some audio clip somewhere buried in Windows XP of someone going, little boxes, little boxes,
3: <laughs> little, boxes little
2: boxes made of tiki tacky little boxes. Or maybe that was just something my brother put on. The yeah, that, <laughs> that I, I, I honestly have no idea where that came from.
0: The mystery origin of some of the stuff we had pre-internet. Yeah, where did things come from? Random copy floppies.
2: You stuff. know, you know, in Forza Horizon Five, one of the car horns you can unlock is the Windows XP startup sound. Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> All I want is hi. I'm Army Armstrong. <laughs> I'm gonna Armstrong. <laughs> I'm gonna Armstrong.
2: If it's weirdly, overly compressed, terrible sample. Yeah, I'm still in here. So games, games we sort of segued there because games. there's no news. There is there's very little news. Uh We could talk about the is it a disaster, but the somewhat crap show that is gta definitive edition right is it or is it what is it is it actually just called gta 3 definitive edition or is it gta, GTA trilogy trilogy gta yeah. trilogy
0: so you got your threes your vice cities and your san andreas yep.
2: well yeah the three series i suppose basically yeah like, shouldn't it be called gta 3 trilogy technically because it's a, it's a weird
0: title isn't it yeah, I know GTA 3 was obviously a smash hit, but I think Vice City and San Andreas were way more popular again. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There's loads more people who played San Andreas than GTA 3. I'm that was sure. where they
2: nailed the formula, honestly. Mm. The GTA, oh. GTA 3 is like...
0: Yeah, Vice City's pretty nailed. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like GTA yeah.
2: 3... And... Is experimental. <laughs> yeah, didn't didn't quite stick the landing. But, yeah. they, but they got there Yeah, in, in the next one. Indeed. Anyway, that thing is a is a bit of a bug-ridden hellhole. Um,
0: Does it have all of the original licensed music? Because that's... No, apparently key. not. Apparently, oh, what? Apparently it's got... Why a, even bother?
2: <laughs> apparently it's got a great deal of it. Oh, okay. But there are some there's some gaps.
0: Right. There's some stuff they weren't able to bring back. Fair. Um, okay. I mean, it's probably impossible to get all of it, but that Vice City soundtrack is probably the best licensed video game soundtrack in history. <laughs> Possibly. It depends what's missing and what they... Did they replace those
2: tracks with something else, or did they just leave gaping holes? Hmm. Uh, that's I'm sure they would have
0: sorted it somehow. But yeah, it's not that that's the problem. Presumably. No. So
2: first impressions, like with these things, like, seem to have been been good. Like the lighting improvements generally are quite praised. It's like, hey, this was this is yeah, this is a good thing. It makes it look like a bit more modern. Than than PS2 era flat light, you know, fairly flat flat lighting that you had back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that has a slight issue in that there are places parts of the game where they haven't really. I guess it doesn't seem like they've gone through like every part, every detail in the environment, and been like, "Oh, this is, this is a, the new systems create a problem here." Right, right, right. Because like yeah. there are certain parts of the game that are now impossibly dark. Yeah, because okay. there's no real lighting going on there it's all procedural and they haven't actually put the time into yeah to the point where like some of the reports are that people are like oh there's no amount of settings in the game alone that helped me i had to go and change my tv settings to oh shit to to bring out what was going on there see
0: what was even happening yeah they must have play tested the games all the way through at least
2: yeah so maybe it's off the beaten path or something like that but um yeah so there's that there's like some of the new texture work doesn't uh has that problem that a lot of remasters sometimes do where they haven't remastered everything. Yeah, yeah. So some of the texture work is a lot less um less good. Yeah. <laughs> Worse quality not than up, than other yeah. places. Some of the tessellation in textures is apparently poor, so like texture edges don't line up, um, leaving to the to wonky areas of the map. Um and just there's just straight up bugs. And like physics glitches and yeah. things that weren't there in the original games, like they've added problems rather than taking them away. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Um, but the controls are improved, so you can uh, you can find it easier to reach those glitches. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Whatever, seem-
2: man. <laughs> it, I've <I> already <laughs> played all those games. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we, like, yeah, we, like we probably own them all already. Yeah, so we could just play those original versions, probably without
0: hassle on PC, right? They probably still work just fine. Yeah. I don't know if I've actually got... Well, I've got the original disc copy of Vice City on PC, but I don't know if I've got it on Steam. I think I've got San Andreas.
2: Mm. I had San Andreas. I don't know where my copy's gone.
0: Um I didn't like it all that much anyway. I didn't really play very far into it, but I'm mm. sure I had a copy at one point. I always um, thought that, and you could you can hear it in the trailers of uh, the definitive edition. What is with the gun sound effects in San Andreas? There's like no reverb at all on them, and they they sound really like really like pop pop pop. And I've never understood why, and no oh, one to, no one else seems to talk about how they sound terrible. and They huh. don't sound like guns because they, <sighs> there's no boom to them at all. They're just like pop 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 pop, and it's like. That's really weird, weird for, like, like a big-budget game with yeah, lots of Were they, play. like, recorded from a distance or something, which is for how they sound at a distance. You don't really Maybe, get the Maybe it's but accurate, but, I mean... It didn't it just sounds doesn't sound like any other game to me and it just sounds really shit. I always thought it sounded bad. It, it sounds fine in 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 like modern GTA games and, and also in, in the previous own, ones.
2: Like the 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 first pass at MCC reaches guns, which was just like yeah. re- weirdly washed out and awful. Maybe like, it's just me, but I just I don't know. It just didn't work for uh, me yeah, at all. Have to go, I don't really remember that. yeah. They hadn't really got I mean sound balance was still all over the place in games then anyway. But sure, they, yeah. Yeah yeah gta so maybe hold off on that uh well in fact you you're forced to hold off on it right because gta right GTF, have stopped selling it i think <laughs> that'll I mean, come, it. come
0: back shortly i'm sure but, yeah uh, uh yeah a bit embarrassing
2: but it's just a weird like the business decision there we talk like this is slightly odd as well isn't it so it's uh, the conversions were all done by grove street games who have a history of working with uh san andreas in the past because they ported it to mobile mm. And that was a, a hellhole.
3: How are you uh, even
0: supposed to play that game when I'm in touch? I mean, game? badly, I yeah.
2: guess. Maybe you plug a controller in. Yeah, I guess so. Um, to your iPad. Um, and so that wasn't particularly well received anyway. So somehow the same team got brought back to do this and they've done it all badly again. Hmm. It's like the only thing I can think of there is that. Point one, Rockstar don't care. Because people are probably going to buy it regardless of its quality. <laughs> I guess, but then, but then that's very much a not rockstar attitude to have, isn't yeah. it? It's like it feels like some business guy said it, rather than
0: it depends like, rather happening. than Hauser
2: or whoever is in command of
0: rockstar well, these one days. One of them, one left, of them is gone. Didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know because it's like they must just presumably the the, the, the true rockstar is just hyper focused on the ultra secret project that they work on which presumably is gta but like the same thing would have been true before red dead redemption 2 came out it's like Mm. they just keep re-releasing stuff and i suppose there's a whole division probably working on gta online or whatever but it's like that there's there's it seems like there's a corporate side that is just milking their massive cash cows as much as possible and then the rest of the team are just in in secret mode like working on the giant game for for how long mm. 10 years maybe yeah, yeah. in the terms of their cycle now probably um when would they have started on GTA 6 i mean who knows right how, how long were they work at, i mean there's a good
2: how much of the team the core team have just been on Red Dead, uh, not Red Dead Online, GTA Online.
0: Before shifting over to six, because they must have split between GTA Online and Red Dead Two. I think they worked because the original Red Dead was Star San Diego, but I think Red Dead Two was more of a everyone in the world kind of.
1: Yeah,
0: every team had to come together for that one. Apart from the GTA Online team. Yeah, but then presumably, presumably they're doing Grand Theft Auto. But who knows how long will it take to make? Um, Yeah, well, it's still a little ways off. I would have thought. Yeah. They'll announce it at least a year before it comes out. Um, but yeah, so that it's just the, uh, it seems like there's a corporate side of Rockstar, but just um, they're the ones who are saying, well, it's the third generation. Let, let's, let's let's get our trailer for GTA 5, like number one billing on the oh PS5 reveal or oh, whatever. Oh. <laughs> it's like, that's those people who are doing that. And they must be the people who've got gross cheap grains to make this uh, um, definitive edition thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And if that money just goes into, I mean, it's, I don't know, buyer beware, right? Because <laughs> mm. if that money just goes into development of the giant new thing that the, the people are working on, then they can't use... be short of cash. Come on. It's right well, now. No one
1: is short of cash. Whoever. That's, the, the whole point of rebates isn't that they're running out of money, it's that they just want more. Money. That's why everyone's doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go.
2: So maybe more a, money for less effort. Except in the case of, like, perhaps the smaller studios that sometimes a remaster happens as an attempt to gauge interest in revisiting the IP. I mean that is a thing, but it doesn't often happen with smaller studios and projects, I guess. Like that that approach happens to big things still. I don't know how much I'd recommend those GTA games today. You know? We wouldn't have had Crash Four without uh the Crash Bandicoot remaster,
1: for instance. I don't know about that. <laughs> Like it seems more like they the, the remaster was a tech thing rather than an enthusiasm thing. Maybe it was quite it was quite a long
2: time before
1: Crash Four, but yeah, you might be right.
2: You might be right. Some of these things we we just won't know, right? We'll never know. But that argument comes up every now and then, And it's just like, oh yeah, they're gauging interest for a sequel. Mm.
1: That reminds me of a bit of, I guess, news. Something that I saw a trailer for going back slightly but I saw there was a not really even a trailer it's a very much a teaser of a new SteamWorld game oh yes yeah which I've already forgotten the name of it's SteamWorld something because <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what those games are all called you told me Headhunter that, was... that's what it's called SteamWorld Headhunter which the uh, the teaser is like um well the thing is I looked at it and I was like oh it's a CG trailer it's not actually anything like the no, game right Mainly because it's fully 3D, and I was like, "That's weird." But apparently, this game might actually be like that. Oh, okay. It's a, so- the description says it's a third person open world co op adventure. Okay. Which I'm like, oh, okay, weird. And but the the headhunter part of it seems to be they're stealing they're stealing that idea from that game that people really didn't care about back in the day, whatever it was called, Headlander.
3: <laughs> Where oh yeah!
1: You, you detach the heads and then steal oh, the bodies. Yeah, but with these robots, I guess that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. So w- was
2: was this was the SteamWorld team behind Headlander as well? Then, I don't or think so. It, no.
1: What was it? Well, my maybe it was because I have no idea who made it.
2: Because <laughs> they're also working on, isn't it, the Gunk? Yeah, the Gunk. also
1: these guys, yes. But, I mean, presumably they're pretty much done with the gunk at this point. That's about to come out. You'd think. Yeah. I haven't heard much about when that's actually coming out. Is that coming out, like, this year, or is it? Mm, I don't know. I think it must be pretty soon, because I've definitely seen more, like, coverage of it. Oh, really? Okay. I feel like the gunk went quiet. (laughs) But, yeah. they Quiet-ass gunk. After the gunk, there's like, let's go back to those robots again. (laughs) 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 Let's give, give people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to the SteamWorld robots. Now in 3D! Apparently. I don't like the look of it that much, but then again I said the same thing about the gunk, basically, where it like, they should stick to 2D engines. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Make it fancier, but keep it in their 2D style. I know, i quite like to see what
2: they... W- maybe I need to watch this trailer, but I'd quite like to see what
1: they do with SteamWorld in 3D. Sure, although again, it's very much a teaser, so even though the game is probably in 3D and whatever, it may still not look like that. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe they stylize it up a bit more. Yeah. And how will it fit into the timeline? Because it, it's definitely Wild West-esque, but, you know, the Earth blew up.
2: <laughs> oh, God, no. It definitely wasn't this team that made Headlander. Headlander was made by Double Fine. Oh, right. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. right.
1: <laughs> That's what I thought. And then nobody liked it. (laughs) I don't know if it...
2: It didn't review terribly. I think it had just that one note. That was its problem. Yeah. That it didn't really go anywhere with it. I think that's another game I have a copy of. (laughs) Video video on that at some point. (laughs) We'll get to it in the A to Z when we eventually stop playing Ocarina. (laughs) Or a long series of games. Is there any more news? I think I,
0: that might be the end of the news. I, I mean, suppose, I
2: suppose Niantic are making a Pikmin game that now that have launched a Pikmin game.
0: I mean, that Pokemon game I mean, is still reading. still going. I mean, I, I sure. actually know people who are like still regularly on there.
2: Yeah, I, I, I mean, we saw kids walking through Needham the other night yeah. that were actively just had their phones out or well, they were walking with
1: <laughs> that's not unusual no, but, no. You, yeah. mean, but they you were also playing Pokemon yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly they were walking just it, was, it was just
2: this little kid walking with his dad like with, they both had like phones
1: out playing Pokemon Go together and it's like oh that's actually quite sweet um, and, uh, and you know we, it's hard to tell what the fuck this Pikmin thing is, but it's clearly just a pedometer, right? That's all it's going right. to be. Right. That's all it looks like, yeah, because we, we watched this, the damn trailer for it, and there is absolutely no
2: indication about what you do in this thing other than take steps and have a number go up. I mean, I
0: suppose built, it could, Built into everyone's phone already. The steps. I don't even have any steps, but I can probably find Yes, out. but
1: you've got to gamify it somewhat, so yeah. you've got to breed more Pikmin. You've got to have a separate number apart from the number of steps that also goes up there's the
2: steps (laughs) mine's
1: on my home screen (laughs) it's just just right there I mean you know breeding more Pikmin I mean they could implement some Pokemon Go aspect like instead of gyms you'd have like you know enemies in the world that you have to collect a certain number of Pikmin to defeat or whatever sure they
2: did say that there was something about (laughs) picking up items and then Having the Pikmin drag them to places for you, yeah. But presumably with you going there, so basically it's just a reskin of Pokemon Go It's like, kind of. I mean, that well, that seems to be all Niantic do, right? Yep. All the games look the same. Yeah, I guess because it's just a map. Yeah, but right? but the map
0: they don't even have like a different skin on the map, really. No, it's like, it looks identical. Same green grass that's on all of them.
2: But I guess the, uh, the 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 other side of the coin with Niantic is they're shutting down that Harry Potter game already. Thank God, <laughs> we, don't, we don't need you just say we don't need that that many. Like, no, I'm saying that one was bad. <laughs> so was it actually bad, or was it supposedly, or was it just that you know Harry Potter's not that hot
0: anymore? <laughs> how how hot is Harry Potter? These you still get like big crowds outside freaking like the shop in King's Cross or whatever. Sure, right? Man, I, like I like think that. the. Uh, was it the, the studio theme park yeah. thing still in popular. London is still it's still it's still hot. Oh the studio thing. And then there's the yeah. theme park in, in, in America or whatever.
1: Well I think it's probably it's safe popular. to say that Harry Potter is more hot than Pikmin. <laughs> That's I'm, what I'm, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like there's most people in the target audience
0: for this, like, they have never heard of Pikmin would have thought.
2: I mean like, most yeah. It's yeah, quite I'm, obscure.
0: I'd argue that quite a lot of like even like people that only people play- who are
1: old enough to play the first one didn't.
2: Well, not even that, but people just like modern. <laughs> I guess families that have a Switch now, right? They had a had Wii
0: and now they have a Switch, and don't but they've to- still never heard of Pikmin.
2: Exactly, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> like those people that have only really been exposed to core Nintendo
0: because it's the family-friendly machine for their kids. Yeah, it's like they probably, yeah, they probably still haven't. There's no like Pikmin character for Mario Kart or anything, is there? No, no. <laughs> you can't drive around the. I mean, car, you know, so you it's get only Mario and Smash, and that's about yeah. it. And, and Smash has so many weird properties that nobody that would no one Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, I remember. Do you remember? I remember when we when it was when Melee came out, and we were like, Marth? Marth? math, <laughs> Mar-
0: <laughs> Mar- <laughs> the shit shipping Marth? Who's the kid from Earthbound or Ness? Ness, yeah. Ness. Didn't oh well Ness. yeah, he was in the very first game, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. It was like what? <laughs> yeah, Ness. Mother three? <laughs> I mean that was that
1: was maybe more surprising than Marv. Because mm. like even if we didn't I think Fire of Them was probably marginally more well known than from like, Earthbound.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll
2: show you around is it Earthbound actually did get a US release, didn't it? But not the
1: subsequent ones. Yeah. And and Earthbound was Mother 2. 2. Yes. Right, yeah. And it actually took. I think Earthbound came out before Mother 1 in the US. Oh, wow. (laughs) And then they've never released Mother 3. Yeah, which is why there's so many
2: fan translation jobs for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Anyway, (laughs) Pikmin Yantek. Yeah. Pikmin Pikmin Bloom. Could be cute, but I mean, it's going to steal all your datas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Surveillance game and sap your battery, back bachelina battery like nothing about your battery yeah it's what smaller devices have now there's like smaller batteries <laughs> of bachelinas <laughs> the
0: bachelinas like in your headphones <laughs> and that's pretty
2: much news <laughs> yeah
0: and know it's the th- game not much
2: happening i mean rocket league season 4 is coming so you know
0: Another season pass. <laughs> Do you guys want to get your joint gameplay out of the way with Rocket League? You want to get,
2: I mean, and, and two other things. Yeah, I mean, I haven't <laughs> been. I've just been trying to grind out the last few levels of Rocket Pass. It's like I don't, well, I don't think I'm going to make it. The last but, few levels,
1: but not even the last few levels. No,
2: no. Obviously, but the last few levels, I need to get all the credits you can earn back from it. Um, like you've got to get to level one hundred and ten, and I'm at like ninety-eight or something like that. It's, it's, it just it just seems to have been hard. It, like since the the rebrand i suppose or the free to play moment where they rebooted all the seasons it does feel like you do have to put more time in to get to that point now um admittedly you and i zac we're not playing quite so many epic sessions as we used to but no because we've got other <laughs> things to play <laughs> yeah exactly um but still i'm i'm trying to put in the hours here and there like in, in little little bits and uh, yeah it feels
1: it feels it feels more of a grind now which is a bit of a shame I mean, it it puts, like, more pressure on playing during the events when you get the repeatable, like, 20,000 XP Absolutely, things. yeah. <laughs> Which is weird, because the the events are so irrelevant otherwise. Yeah. It's like, you don't care about that. It's just like, wow, you can unlock some more bullshit items that you don't care about. But the actual thing you want is just the repeatable experience points to, mm. <laughs> to progress the rocket powers. And just the standard XP you earn from
2: matches is just so slight now. Like, it, that seems to... That feels like that's got a lot smaller. Like, so once you've burnt through your daily wins, it's like it's not really gaining you anything unless you're gaining towards one of the challenges. Um, of which I think I've only got two I can now achieve. And it's like, and that's not, that's only going to get me two ish levels worth getting those. But so yeah, it's like, mm, perhaps, perhaps the balance is off, but you know, it's a free to play game. They've got to try and, I, I, I kind of get it like need to goad people into spending more because the game's free now <laughs> but damn you Rocket League damn you <laughs> my, my loyalty does not feel uh, justified sometimes <laughs> also I've been on a definite lemon streak so you know oh <laughs> uh, yeah playing without you it's just just moments from sat there go there's, there's, there's almost no point in me playing you guys you guys are so bad <laughs>
1: Why are you matching me in these rooms? It's like, oh. I very nearly actually, for real, turned the chat off the other day. Ooh. Well, not not because of anything, but because I kept thinking about it. Because I'd already, oh, okay. I've, yeah. I've always been saying that I was just like, I should just turn off text chat and only have like the you know quick chat things. Yeah, like like most online games, and just play it the, as the if good it's a good interaction. Yeah, like most like most things, the good interactions are so few and far between. But yeah. I just, I was like, I, I, so I booted up Rocket League, and I was thinking that I was like, while I'm in the menu, maybe this will be the time where I'll actually bother to turn that off. But then I didn't, and then the first game I got into, someone I was tired of typing and complaining mm. about shit, and I was like, damn, I should have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I won't, I won't. I won't talk about that here. I was about to go off on a tirade about someone in specifically, but yeah, let's let's let me not. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> let's let keep not. that down. <laughs>
1: but i have still like it's still an insufficient like the reason why i still haven't turned it off even after all this time is cuz like why well, i'm not bothered it by that much and sometimes it's just funny to see what dumb oh, things you're yeah, complaining about Absolutely, like, are you, sometimes are it's you hilarious at what's going on here <laughs> yeah <laughs> And also, what game are you watching right now? Kind of. Thing. And also, if you if you don't have it on, how can you ever report people for saying horrible things?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Which um, is
1: literally the only thing that people will ever get reprimanded for League, because yeah, as we've discussed previously, there's no actual penalty for being a dick game-wise. <laughs> no, although I wish
2: there were. I I went for a phase. I made the mistake of playing it on Xbox. Right. Well, like a, a, for a little while, which led to the inevitable. In that I crunched another controller, <laughs> so I've got to repair a con- damn, repair a damn Xbox controller again. Mm. Um, admittedly, it was one of the ones I've repaired in the past, so it's like it was probably bound to go. So that's okay. Um, but also, like I don't know, maybe the, I, I just ended up constantly being matched into competitive games where one of the players was idling. Yeah, the Was just sat there, but would occasionally move so the game didn't kick him. Oh, right. And it's like, that's just like, oh, God, that's the worst. (laughs) I I don't think I've seen that one happen much recently on PC. So I don't quite know. I gave them, like, I guess I gave them, like, either the unsportsman like or the. would you call it? There is a farm, just a farming, farming yeah. um, XP farming, like report you can do. I, I was like, oh, God, like this. Is... Uh, but it was like, it was game after game after game. It was like a massive sequence of like, there would be one guy doing this almost every match. And it became unplayable as a result. And it's like it's a competitive, like when I was in, I was in, it was drop shot mainly where it kept happening. Right. Mm. And it's like it's like it's, it's technically a competitive mode. Like I can't really quit out of this. I have to kind of go to forfeit. But obviously the guy doesn't want to do that because he's <laughs> probably not even there, even not there, or just twitching a controller and just farming XP from.
1: But you can't like, farm XP no, like that, it doesn't matter. because you have work. to score a certain number of points for, to be able to get it. Exactly. It's, it's so weird. I mean, um, maybe in a game like Dropshot, Dropshot you do have an actually reasonably decent chance of just randomly having the ball hit and you and scoring yeah. points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah, it was really really frustrating session. I don't think um, I've seen that, but like the thing that what I always find is that just like, I don't know why but when you start when you join and start a game, it's Almost always the console players who are one of them is just randomly AFK at the start of the game. It's like, why is that <laughs> yeah. a console thing? Yeah. Why is that just something that I mean, I guess consoles are when you're at a PC, you're slightly more directly engaged, I guess, or more, than, more likely to be isolated,
2: I guess, yeah, less distracted just because of where the PC would be, I guess, in most people's
1: houses. But it's always the goddamn console players who are AFK at the start of the game. It's like, why pay <laughs> <laughs> <Fair laughs> attention. <laughs> Concentrate.
2: Yep. That was Rocket League. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm quite the, the season four is like got this cosmic
1: themed, so spacey stuff. Which say. is probably a slightly better theme than, than Wild West than what World. they did
2: with Wild West. Yeah, wasn't too Wild West wasn't too, in, like they ran out of ideas and started just chucking you the inverted stuff early. Right, <laughs> like
1: that was well. The thing about the Wild West is like a... I don't think they actually committed hard enough to the Wild West.
0: Mm, like yeah. this is
1: just like here's a random other crap, and I I did eventually work out what they were going for with like the chrono boost and and certainly like Back to Future Three, yeah, because yeah. it was like once you see the like oh it's the chrono boost and that the like Wild West hat with the cape like in, right yeah. in, like in Back to the Future like a, like I was a like classic, oh like a classic sort of poncho <laughs> yeah the poncho style cape I was like oh I get it now but that's still not like <laughs> that's not good yeah that's fine. <laughs> But I, I space. Those. They can probably do a lot more oh yeah for,
2: Hopefully, almost anything. It will mean hopefully it will mean more bright colours. So many <laughs> crazy colours. Hopefully, there'll be more than goodies. one gold
1: explosion this time.
2: Yeah, and not that not just pupu. Pew pew. Not
1: just giant hands.
2: <laughs> yeah, more giant. That is their current trend, isn't it? That I just is like it's just massive cartoon Mickey Mouse hands doing something. Yeah, like be more imaginative. probably we also did some derg. Yep um cuz they cuz they had a
1: season pass now.
2: <laughs> yeah, they but it's free. It's like it's not a it's not a paid for season pass, but there is like a, a progression for playing now and it's um for unlocking cosmetics and doing the doing some side stuff because they had their big update, right? They introduced like new enemies and new tasks and new guns. New guns, yeah. It's um not that I've come across too much of that so far because like most things but, in Derg, like a lot of the extra stuff is kind of sparse.
1: Well and, well, um, and also with like it, the update happened at almost the exact wrong moment where it's just like we'd only just barely managed to get promoted so yeah. then you have to do the the unlock assignments for the, for the like the deep dives and all that stuff.
2: Yeah I've still got that. And system. we haven't
1: even got through them and then it's added all these other new assignments to unlock the new stuff from the season pass. And, <laughs> and,
2: and we we went through one of the weeklies with me, didn't we? And I didn't quite. I'm not quite sure what I got out of that. Honestly, like I can't.
1: I'm not sure which one you were actually doing because I thought we were it was doing the sort of one, the big one that was green on the like right hand side of the the
2: assignment. Well, that was probably the wrong one. Then. Oh, like oh, you were meant to do the, that was one
1: the... which gives you cores, not. just oh, I haven't the... seen that. It's directly below it on that same menu. <laughs>
2: It was on the right, and it was green. Yes, there's two was, on the uh, right.
1: There's one that's, like, like, weekly assignments, which is just for XRXP, essentially. And oh, then the bottom one is for the weekly cores. Oh, I didn't see the weekly cores one. I don't know if it was in my list. I don't remember saying that at all. I mean, it's possible we might not have unlocked that, but I, otherwise I wouldn't know how you'd have access to that. Yeah. Like, what would be the trigger to unlock that otherwise? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure I did the just weekly assignment one then. But even then, that still took, like you still have it's all. I mean all of these assignments are like at least three whole missions so that's yeah. like a whole session I mean yeah
2: a lengthy session these missions aren't short if we're like doing what we do which is to normally just try and get
1: everything we possibly can and out we of still them. haven't even done a deep dive as well no
2: <laughs>
1: we unlocked them we still haven't actually done one yeah
2: you just find a moment where I've got more time that's what it is um coming at it a little late haven't we for, for things um But yeah, Deep Rock Galactic—it's still, still pretty fun, still kind of funny.
1: I don't like, so speaking of the new content that Rob hasn't seen yet, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think they may like. I don't think they did as good a job with the voice actors for the new voice lines. Oh, really? Like, well, they
2: sound really weird now. Like they're not recorded in the same situation. Well, it's, not or... a, it's not the
1: quality. It's just like I don't think the actors quite pulled off the same accents, even oh, almost no. in oh, some cases.
2: No. <laughs> oh no! So they couldn't. They couldn't.
1: They couldn't regain. They didn't get back in the zone. Yeah, maybe it's quite weird. Also, the like a lot of the new voice lines just seem like like they're too long like they could have thought of better ways to phrase these things where you could have cut a few words out Mm. (laughs) or just not necessarily had to say as much of the stuff as they do Mm. which is like these are really unnecessary voice clips that you're probably going to hear multiple times not that the game isn't already filled with them well sure but like a lot of them are shorter (laughs) I just like pointing
2: at things yep. and having the, having the Dwarf say what that thing is. Because <laughs> they, they, they have such great accents. It's just like, boo-roo, <laughs> I found an Ebo-nut. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just want them to say it. Or every time I look at some Nitro, I just want my guy to go, Nitro, <laughs> as he does.
1: But yeah, apart from that, like the actual new mission... Well, the weird thing was, like, they they the there was a patch the other day where supposedly they've made that new mission slightly less difficult, and I don't think it was. I mean, it was difficult, but I would have said it was like super unnecessarily difficult. <laughs> so I don't know why they've turned that down exactly. Mm. I wouldn't have said it was any more difficult than fighting the bosses, the right, yeah. the, dread the elimination levels. It is quite long though, because it's basically like well, it's like three bosses almost. You have mm. the one well, that not really bosses. you have the two hacking sections where you have to defend the hackbot while it hacks the power plants, and then you have the big boss at the end. So it's, it takes a little while, but it's also one of those, because it's similar to the, the Dreadnought missions, where you don't really you don't like get waves or anything. Or even randoms. Sp- well, you do you do get the random spawn trickle, but it seems like even that's turned down a bit more in those missions. Right, yeah. So there's a lot of time where you're not really fighting anything in those missions hmm. until you actually trigger the events.
2: kind of like the new like it was a bit awkward, but I kind of liked the weird like you have to build the um the, the relay nodes for that for that hacking side task. Yeah. Did. It's like that's, that's something new. It's not quite. It's, it's
1: similar to building the pipeline, but not quite. Yeah, because sense. it's well, like because you, you, you can attach them to any surface, and it doesn't have to be flat. And like, it just has to be line of sight. Yeah, you just um, attach them to ceilings or whatever. Just yeah, find
2: a way to. But the range is really short, so it actually does have to follow the terrain, or somewhat. Or you've got to abuse the terrain by building my own bridges everywhere. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. Do rock. D Rock's still, still good. Still good. Keep bringing those updates, yo. like them updates, Dem Dem Dem. Is that your joint gaming? I mean, we're still playing Hyrule Warriors. Yep. And, uh,. I don't know if we should mention the, the extra character we unlocked. Like we were sort of say, like sort of alluding last time that it's like we thought we might have all the characters. I think now we might.
1: I yeah, he might be the
2: last one. <laughs> maybe. But I wasn't expecting who it was. It's like it's like okay. <laughs> That's interesting.
3: Oh. Intriguing. Yeah.
0: It's um it's, it's still a ridiculous game. It's still quite fun. It's like it's Is it are they all Zelda characters so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're okay. all from Breath of the Wild. Right, but okay. like um but it's a uh, yeah it's
2: it's not really it's not losing its charm yet like we're still trying to figure out like we've we've done experiments with like the weapon feeding system to try and see if there are any tricks to leveling things up because it's there are some like oddities to it where it's just like okay what do we do if we do it this way does that actually work out better or if we do it this way what if it, what if it's got that like weird like xp boost trait on it it's like should we should we be feed, feeding things into that, and then then when we feed it back into something, do we get like a mega boost because it had that trait? Like and we've got the trait from all the other feedings we've done. It's so like, there's possibly some tricks to that to, to to leveling the weapons up faster.
1: Just because the like, it doesn't really tell you anything. No, it The tutorial it, but... gives you an incredibly amount of basics, uh, basic information, but then like you've got these. I mean, um, like that fusion XP bonus, it's like, that's all you get. It's like, it's called bonus fusion XP, and it's just like, what the fuck does that actually mean? Yeah, what is it? Like, what direction is that? Or like, What does
2: it do? When does it apply? We we can sort of assume it applies when it burns, but then, like, if we were just to... Because it will do. Certain fusions will burn that trait out out of the weapon. Um, Right because that's what we determined eventually. Well no, it was when you fed it into when you fed a weapon with that trait into another one then it burned it. Yes, it's when it But but does does feeding weapons to the thing that already has that trait that didn't burn it. No, that was like... that was
1: what we came up with because yeah. like it's called... But d- but does
2: it still give us the bonus for that feed? Like well, no. That
1: was the bit we didn't didn't quite figure out, right? No, it doesn't. We did it doesn't. we did look at it because oh. we you could see the XP bar when you tried uh, we tried it. It's just because it's called fusion material XP which is implying that when it is the material that's when
2: that bonus applies right yeah (laughs) but then but then theoretically that means every fuse you do into it like you'll you'll get 50% back out well yeah I mean that's that's what we came up with in the end yeah so that 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 might be a trick
1: if you have one of those fusion material XP's you actually use that as as an XP generating weapon where you feed all your junk into that one and then feed that one into the thing you actually want to
3: upgrade Mm.
2: Anyway, that's all on the weird outskirts of it. It's like this, the weapon system is kind of kind of odd, um, but kind of cool, um, because of its complexity as well as its unknowns, because it's just sort of... I kind of like that in a weird way. It's like, yeah, it doesn't
1: explain it, but it's like, oh, but that means we we get to mess with it a bit and so Mm. try and figure out I do feel like that it would be nice if that menu had like better sorting options though
2: yeah probably because it
1: has the traditional like Breath of the Wild hit button to sort inventory but just like Breath of the Wild any order is completely useless (laughs) because they don't actually give you an order that makes any kind of sense Mm. (laughs) And we have finally started unlocking extra inventory space.
2: Yeah, that became a thing finally.
1: The Korok seeds are actually for
2: yeah. that. It turns
1: out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Do you get the little well, um, it, the dance and everything? Yeah. Well, you don't get the dance. Band a band. Technically, <laughs> you do kind of. Yeah. Yeah, you do still get your ha a lot. And, and then, it really annoyingly pauses the game. Yeah. Which is, in single-player, totally fine. In co-op, very abrupt.
2: Right. Because it pauses it for both players, <laughs> just while one player gets a nice little zoom in on the court going, ha-ha-ha.
1: Right. <laughs> Although also pretty funny, because sometimes it doesn't fully pause all the physics. So, like, any corpses of enemies that you've just had yeah, are like, kind like, pur- away, away still just, <laughs> during they, the pause. They
2: still just keep going. I mean, that's, how, that's one of the best hilarious things about how the game handles that because obviously a lot of the specials happen in slow down time or yeah they pause everything around you while they're doing the animation and that tends to happen even from the other player's perspective so they could be lo- like casually just running around doing fights while, while over there everything is just paused and being weird while this special attack happens and they should get involved with it and then you can sort of break stuff out of that pause can't you we've kind of cocked each other up at times by Pushing enemies out yeah, of right. the special animation, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is which is really funny when it happens. Being like, no, Wait, why did you do that? I push more enemies into it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that's kind of the problem. Most of the push stuff just sort of you, you just barrage right through it. Right, <laughs> right. Like you can't really gauge the distance of some of the pushes. Especially Drukes,
1: right? Yeah. Where you're just rolling. trundling for ages.
3: <laughs> just
2: carrying all
1: or of the you, Or you the- do the alternate <laughs> thing that Rob kept doing when we were doing this other mission where every time I lock the-, the boss into a- my super attack Rob would just roll against him which doesn't push <laughs> doesn't him for some reason. It'd just be da- 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 da, it'd just having giant rolling ball in the middle of this animation. <laughs> it'd just be like Sonic grinding in there. <laughs> <laughs> which does so little damage.
2: Yeah. It's totally useless. <laughs> but it looks funny. But that's kind of thing I like. And you end up just doing things in this game because it's funny rather than effective. <laughs> I love it. I still love it. <laughs> Great game.
0: <laughs> game of the Year.
2: <laughs> we, we, we just don't know how much of it we've got left. As the other thing, it's like there could be loads
1: still. Well, I mean, originally we were like, well, it's like it's chaptered, but there's no indication of how many chapters there are. But there, there is also like the the weird, like, completion thing on the main map, where it's like those little mm. people that light up when you've completed a certain the number calls. of side quests. Yeah, which means, which judging by that, we've got to be less than a quarter of the way through this yeah, whole game. <laughs> barely scratched it because I don't think we've even had a mission in every area of the map yet.
2: No, well, maybe the like the, 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 the middle big...
1: the middle bit between the desert and the and the snow area i don't think we've had one over there Ah, no you're right yeah and we don't dev- we haven't had a main mission in the jungle yet but we have had side missions down there
2: uh, okay yeah yes you're right i suppose we haven't yeah I suppose we've spent a little bit of time in the snowy area but not like all of the snowy area
1: yeah and we haven't been up the other snowy area area either no with the, the I mean, presumably we will, because Zelda has to go up there for the shrine mm. thing. with the, with the Well, not with the dragon at this point, probably. Unless the dragons just show up in this game, which they probably will. They might, yeah. <laughs> because this game is nuts.
2: There's a good, good probability they'll turn up somehow and be like a boss fight or something. <laughs> somehow. Or maybe they'll
1: just be a flying minigame. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that wasn't the flying minigame. Or maybe you'll fight one of the dragons in Rivali's Beast. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that'll probably happen.
2: I said those extra beast missions were quite challenging as well. Just from a different perspective. It's like it's just meant like what's the pattern of things I need to do to survive this. Yeah. Um Anywho. We'll show you some of that
0: later, Dad. So, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> it is madness. But not in, in all good ways. So what you've been playing on your On your PC, then,
1: Zag? Well, um, not too much else. Like, I played... Well, okay, There's the the old thing I played just the last couple of days, I was back into Autonauts. Not because it's updated or anything, just because I saw a video of someone playing it. I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I'll go back into that for a little while. But I don't think I'd really... I really don't remember whether I talked about it before on the podcast, but I don't think I've played it that much since they like expanded the programming a bit. I think I maybe did mention it, and maybe I also hadn't played it very much when they did this. Vaguely remember, yeah. They expanded it because you uh, at first you could only have repeat loops, Hmm. and they'd have you'd have like a condition on the repeat, and you could break out of the loop if it. If it turned into an infinite loop, you could have it, so it automatically breaks out of it. But that was all you had. But then they added like actual ifs and like stuff like that, so it gives you a bit more precise programming control to be able to do the fancy things. Provided you can still fit it in the very limited number of o- operations you have to work with. But yeah, I've been filling around with that. But again, still getting back through the start of the game again where it's just like setting up the bot factory that's what is the actually important part of of the, like the setup for that game is like you, you actually want to automate just making bots mm. so you can not have to do that yourself and just every time you need more bots you just pull them out of storage
2: I was going to try and ask kind of like I was trying to remember along what vein is like because auto nought sounds too much like a little bit like oh maybe it might be on the space engineer side or is it more on the factory side but but with more things walking around the place
1: yes it's like it's like a factory but like the inserters are mobile
2: (laughs) (laughs) things walk about rather than are there still belts no okay so things things carry
1: stuff rather than belts I think there are I think another thing that was added since I'd played and I'd never got to this point in the tech tree but I think there are like trains so you can, it can still have railways <laughs> to transport shit around although I can't I think this is like some of the other factory games that I've talked about before where it's like I can't imagine how that would even be useful because <laughs> like the map is so small anyway like I can't right, imagine yeah. a situation where I'm ever going to need to transport Definitely. a huge amount of items from one side of this map to the other really <laughs> Especially because of the majority of stuff you just make locally, I guess. I mean, there are some fixed resource deposits, like the metal deposits and the coal deposits.
2: Locally sourced butter lettuce.
1: Although the weird thing about those (laughs) fixed deposits is that you're kind of... You're actually theoretically limited purely by how many tiles there are. Because when when you command your robots to mine them they target a singular tile but while a robot is mining a tile it blocks anyone else from interacting with it so mm. theoretically the number of tiles on the map would be literally the maximum number of bots you could ever have mm. doing oh, I that see. Right. <laughs> so even if they're like we just walking through it does that count well, i mean they'll a... walk through it but they can't target that tile for so you right. can't have multiple bots mining the same tile simultaneously Gotcha. they'd have to mine an indi- t- each tile individually So that would actually kind of limit your output on those maps, location-specific materials. So again, that's like, I can't imagine, maybe for the natural materials, like trees or grain, I guess, things that you could make as much of as you want, Mm. then maybe you could possibly, theoretically, have a reason to have a ridiculous whole train load. (laughs) Or water, I suppose. Although I don't know the trouble with these with thinking about high volumes in that game is it's very limited by like the actual speed that the robots interact with stuff like if you want to fill a barrel with water you you're literally having a robot with a bucket pick up a bit of water and then pour it into the barrel which is kind of inherently a slow process i mean you could make an infinite number of robots doing that Hmm. But then you've got this, like, big lump of robots just jiggling backwards and forth between the, the lake and a barrel, I guess. And I don't... There's meant to be some... There's, the, like, the next patch, which was announced in, like, June and still hasn't happened. But is, it, I don't know if it's in yet because it might be in the next patch, but I, they're planning on implementing better ways to, to like, group program programs together because currently if you want to copy a robot you get a blank robot you pick up a floppy disk basically you go to the robot you want to copy you download its information onto the floppy disk and then you upload it into the new robot right so you're literally having to do that by hand i mean you can theoretically automate that progress process if you want to be really fancy where the actual robot picks up the floppy disk and transfers it between them But in order, th- that kind of, again, because that's such a step-by-step process, it kind of limits your ability to just make huge teams of the same robot. Mm. But supposedly in this next patch, they might be making it so you can have essentially shared orders, where mm. like you just program one robot, and then that program is automatically copied to all the robots that are sharing that setting. So that make that much easier, hopefully. But yeah, Wi-Fi. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And there's not any more tiers of robots yet. Oh, it's still only tier three. There are slightly higher level upgrades, I think.
2: Robots don't cry.
1: <laughs> not when they're near. Oh, and the other thing that I, I guess I hadn't used before that is... Is not is like another thing that I'd read the patch note for, so I thought it worked differently than it actually did because I read the future patch note oh, <laughs> oh, for this upcoming it's patch. Right. Whereas, like you can you can just push a button to shout, which in theory you can use to control robots remotely. Like you can have a bit of programming in the robot where it's like, if you hear the shout, then start this bit of code. Oh, that's good. But at the moment, you can. There's just you just have the shout button and that's it. Whereas the future patch note is like you can, you're can you going to be able to actually basically have it so you can control what you shout. Mm. So you can trigger multiple different things with shouts rather than just one. But I think at the moment, I think there is a way that you can tell robots to shout. Maybe. I'm sure I remember reading that patch note, but I don't want to know whether that's present patch or future patch again. (laughs) And that would be part of the program. So then you could have it echo. Yes. Well, but then you could tell the robot to shout something different Yeah, because you're limited to only having this one specific shout at the moment, but if you can still program the robots to shout specific things, you could chain it into a variety of options. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I think the way it's going to work in the future is because you you already have signs that you can type text onto, and then those are linked to like a zone. So if you want to, if you basically, if you want to have a mobile zone, you link it to a sign, because then you can just pick up the sign and move the zone around with the sign. Okay. But uh, supposedly they the, the future patches, they're going to make it so that what's written on the sign, if you're holding the sign, then you can use that, use the shout button to say what's on the sign, basically. Okay. So that will allow you to customize it rather than. Because I was thinking it would be just like a chat box, right? You just <laughs> open the chat box and type what you're ready to say. Cheese! And then the bots all start making cheese. Yeah, pretty much. Or butter, at least. I don't think there's cheese. <laughs> I was trying to remember Close whether there's cheese, but I think it's only butter. Getting there. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's dairy. <laughs> there is milk as well, obviously, milk. to make the butter. I don't think it's cheese it's only milk and butter that's all to know and then the new thing that i played which i guess rob predicted because he saw it was coming up on the free on epic store which i wasn't paying attention to at all because i haven't paid attention to the epic store since like when i played slime Rancher for free <laughs> so shortly after satisfactory that? alpha when it first came out more or less I have not been paying attention, but Rob was like, oh, look at this thing. This looks like a Zack game. <laughs> yep, so I looked at that, and I was and like... It was a Zack game. Well, I guess. It's, it's not, not a factory, it's more colonisation, yes, right? That that side of... It's Avon Colony, which is, like, another indie space colonisation game. And it's extremely average. Is it? Right. Which, which means I'm going to complain about it mainly. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> it has, like... Two major problems, like one sort of subtle and one less subtle. The more subtle one is that it's just kind of it is kind of average in a like because I was trying to work out why it's not it's clearly not as good as like Surviving Mars or whatever. I was like why why is this not as cool? Why is hmm. this, why is this just not as fun what, game to play? What's not landing? And I think the, the problem there. Well, there's sort of two problems in that problem as well. Where <laughs> problems inside problems. Oh god. One of the problems is like there's a lot of systems that feel like they were never expanded on, basically. Where it's like they introduced, or maybe ideas that were sort of borrowed from other games but not expanded upon or like integrated properly. Like there's some kinds of enemies that will attack you, although those only appear sort of later in the game. But earlier in the game, you get like sandworms that pop up and they just like spew a bunch of acid in the vicinity basically randomly not exactly very much even but the thing is like there's nothing to do about that they just appear randomly and apparently it's quite rare for the acid to even actually hit your buildings so they're almost completely irrelevant (laughs) so like the game makes quite a big deal about them in the first mission they appear and when they pop up it even has like a little sort of targeting cursor on them to show that they're they're an enemy or whatever but there's no way you can interact with them and it's almost completely irrelevant anyway. <laughs>
2: mm.
1: It's like, that's the kind of... Those are the kind of weird systems. Like, there's also... Like, every winter on this planet, you get lightning storms. So you have to build lightning rods to protect your buildings from taking damage from lightning. But then that's just it. It's like, they've implemented this system and it's such an incredibly minor thing that you just you just do once and that's it. It's, and not, it's just
2: not that interesting. Because, no. <laughs> yeah. like... Can, Maybe every now and then they should perhaps take damage or something
1: and at least have the maintenance as a thing you do. Because, like, building the lightning rod is preventing the maintenance. Like, yeah. if you didn't have the lightning rod, it would be you'd have to maintain the buildings. I, I but guess. you build the lightning rod and it just negates that. But yeah, and then.
2: Or maybe there should be an up. Maybe maybe you just build them and it's a cost <laughs> or, it, like. Yeah, but that's, not, that's be... not fun either, really.
1: No. It's not an interesting mechanic either. You think there'd be something. And then the other the other problem on this front of it like not being as... Well, one of the other problems on this front of it not being as cool is just like all the buildings only cost nanites to build and you make nanites by just processing iron ore or copper ore. But I don't think I've ever seen a natural copper ore deposit. You can get it from trading, hmm. but I don't think I've ever seen actual copper ore on the map. It's always just iron ore. And then there's also a specific plant you can grow to eventually turn into nanites in case you run out of metal deposits, I guess. But like, because every building is made of the same stuff, th- that like there's no decision to be made there. It's just like, do you have enough of this stuff? If not, just wait a little longer. <laughs> there's no actual gameplay to that. And the same applies to like ha- the system of upgrading buildings, because like every build, every building has at least one and usually two tiers of upgrades. Where it's like they you have the basic version and then you upgrade and it gets better. But the trouble tr- the the trouble is firstly it, you're only spending nanites to upgrade, so it's still just at a nanite cost, so it's not any different cost to building another building. But also when you upgrade the building, it's only a bonus. Oh okay, right. So like if you have, say, like an air purifier purifier, which can purify a certain amount of air per second or whatever. For a certain amount of power cost, and it employs a certain number of people. When you upgrade that to tier two, the only thing that changes is it purifies more air. It doesn't use more power, it doesn't use more people. It's mm. literally just, it just gets better. It's just better. And then the only cost is nanites. And the thing about that system, especially, is like, I feel like at some point the developers sort of realised that it was a kind of crap system, because in the build menu, after you've upgraded a building for the first time, you can just build it at the upgraded tier directly from the build menu and skip the actual process of upgrading it. But does it actually then cost you the same yeah i think so okay so you look at the numbers it's like yeah this just seems to cost the same as manually upgrading it so it's just like they kind of realized that it was an annoying system Mm. (laughs) and then they built built in this bypass but like not by fixing the actual system
2: didn't even it sort of reminds me of like civilization where they sort of did that with some things right where if you got to a certain part in the tech tree you could start building things that were just straight upgrades from the old school one but like sometimes your old school ones would still be about
1: well it's big then in civilization and then, then, then sometimes there are times where it just upgrades everything for you yeah. when well, yeah, civilization it's, it's like the obsoleting of units mm. and then depending on which game it is in the series sometimes that's automatic upgrades sometimes you have to pay sometimes gold cost yeah and then some yeah. sometimes like old school units don't have an upgrade path or sometimes they they have, like, a big gap in the upgrade path where they stick around for, like, an extra long time. Wasn't there, like, in Civ 2, in an early one, like, Da Vinci's Workshop was, like, the ultimate
0: wonder because it, it actually also, also upgraded yeah. all the units. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah it, it was, yeah, it was gold-based, wasn't it? I yeah, think, usually. In, in the most recent, yeah. But, yeah, sometimes there isn't a path. But yeah, it, I was sort of thinking about it... city stuff was, like, when you obsolete,
2: like, granaries or something, right? Like, don't they become something else? Or do they just...
1: I think that depends on the game as well. Sometimes yeah. it's like the old one just sticks around. Sometimes it automatically sells the building off, and you get the costs back or whatever. Because hmm. otherwise,
0: it starts looking really weird. <laughs> Congress, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you and I mean, city walls hang around. But I suppose that's true in real life, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> I always <laughs> quite liked that, like, especially in the later ones where you build
2: you build the city walls, and then they maintain where they were. Yeah, not where the city has expanded to. Yeah, and it's like is, that's that's kind of cool. That's cool. I
0: never. had. I I
1: always miss the boat on city walls I never bothered to build them. yeah city walls were like one of those little things that were like way down in the tree from the queue of buildings where it's just like i got all these you got all these important buildings that actually give you like production bonuses and shit yeah. and then city walls were only defensive but who's ever fighting or well, who's ever losing a fight enough that a city is getting attacked I think they're <laughs> mainly <laughs> there so that enemy cities me. can have them
2: right I don't know what it is about me playing Civ but I seem to attract the ire of the other right. Civs like ridiculously and they always come for, come for me and it's like oh god <laughs>
1: And then the other much larger problem with Avon is that it's basically not finished. Like it, it, it is a 1.0 release. I had to actually go and look this up to be like, is this still <laughs> early access? Because I mean, I wouldn't know if. Well, I don't know if they mark it as obviously on the Epic store. Right, I think they do still market. Yeah, they must have some tag. But I went and looked it up, and it's like, oh no, this is this is actually a 1.0. They did actually say this was. Final product finished, but it's clearly not. But it's not finished. Like, then, well, in two, in is it a
2: couple years
1: old technically,
2: yeah. is it a couple of years since it went 1.0? Or is it? a I
1: mm, I think it might be like, f- yeah, three years since it came out, supposedly. Whatever that means. Yeah, whatever that means. I think it's been around for quite a while because I, mm. I mean it was on my Steam wish list, so I obviously knew about it uh-huh, for quite a while, right. while. Yeah, but the like, it's unfinished in one subtle way and one really obvious way the subtle way is that like there's just some bits that are like in the build menu there's just like oh there's a there's a building that's using the wrong icon <laughs> it's using another building's icon and like in another part of the build menu there's just like here's an icon that you can't even click on it's just oh, like wow. it's like it's there and it's sort of you mouse over it but it doesn't actually do anything or have any tooltips it's just like weird <laughs> weird so weird like what you'd think of as being early access polish going on. Yeah. But then the much more obvious problem of it being unfinished, which I couldn't really find anyone talking about in like reviews or anything, which is weird, but also maybe indicates that people didn't stick with this game long enough to find out, is that if you play through all the campaign missions, it just stops. <laughs> like it has a story and you're going through the story of like the mystery of like the forerunners basically on this planet where it's like oh there was an ancient alien race and they had an extinction event and then they've left behind this codex and we're translating it gradually and maybe one of our team has been taken over by a shapeshifter because there's some weird actual sabotage going on in our systems Mm. and then you get to the in the last mission in the in the menu and you play through that and you're like this mission is about you're using small artifacts that you're collecting from around the world map to open this bigger artifact because you want to see what's in there. And at the end of the mission, like a dropship comes down and picks up the big artifact. It's like, well, good job. We're going to analyze this. And then the game just ends. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, it's, there's no resolution to anything. It's just like the story is just completely uncompleted. It just stops. Oh, it's Dune. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> part one. It's part one, yeah. But it's like how why <laughs> why why are you just completely and it's like it's like it's not even I mean like it's fully voice acted and everything <laughs> this whole story it's, it's like they must have maybe there's like a bunch of voice files that they've never used because like, they never actually built the end of this game <laughs> yeah where's, well,
2: where's, where's the scene where all the lead characters are led into a room while the artifact does a MacGuffin yeah exactly
1: like, lights up just and lasers and then a map appears <laughs> I mean, it felt like there was maybe not going to be more than like one or two more missions after this point. But but still, it is very abrupt because mm-hmm. the end of the mission like dialogue is even like, "Well, you you're finished here. I guess you can move on to your next assignment, and we'll take this artifact, And then it, then it doesn't. Mm. <laughs> and also, after this, when it abruptly ends, it doesn't even really show the credits. It just shows the developer icon logo like at the start of the game. Oh. I was like, that's weird. It's <laughs> that slightly strange. But yeah. Oh, bail to splash screen. Bail to splash screen. That was quite weird. it just stopped. But I mean, again, I did I couldn't find anyone else mentioning this. I was like, well maybe that just proves that people didn't stick with it long enough. Yeah. Because as I when I was reading the reviews, I when trying to think about why it's not as good as Surviving Mars, someone was like, It's because really all it is is numbers, like when you're making food, it's just like a generic plus amount of food number. Whereas in Light Surviving Mars, everything is represented by actual physical crates that your drones have to transport around the colony and whatnot. But then Civ is just that, right? Yeah, but it's because this game has so little actual other mechanics. Right, yeah. All you're doing is controlling these numbers. So it's it's like...
2: The simplification of the system to numbers in a Civ sort of way isn't enough because there's not enough actually going yeah, on yeah there's not actually com- complexity
1: to it which yeah. is like oh my food number isn't plus enough so i better build another farm <laughs> oh, <and> that, <laughs> but then i that's, don't that's have left. enough people so i better build a more house <laughs> build a build a more house yep so it's just like it's too simple and it's all about numbers and there's no logistics to it mm. so that that wouldn't even compensate for it with that it sounds like it has, it has like okay maybe the thing it's missing like is because
2: civ- when you want when you're in those <laughs> situations where it's like okay we're a bit low on food or something there's a trade-off in you having to react to that if you want to react to it in that moment yeah like there's a there's a cost to it in some other way yeah like because it will take you time to build the thing like it's normally a significant amount of time to build the things to put right the problem permanently
1: yeah, and it's a balance. You can never like get everything you need. You have to balance towards whatever your whatever you most need. Like if yeah. you want a lot of population, you have to balance towards food. But if you want to actually produce buildings, you have to balance towards production. Reduction. Yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe it's it's missing that that sort of
1: this this uh, what is it? The scales. Yeah, the scales of justice. Well, that, I mean, uh, like I said, with ever like with everything being made of nanites and everything, there's no opportunity to have like decisions or balance because everything is made of the same stuff right the one currency yeah (laughs) it's just money so yeah I guess I finished that yeah I guess you did (laughs) even though I was very surprised by it finishing (laughs) (laughs) well I guess I'm done I think that was it I think that was all I played well apart from I've been a bit more satisfactory and stuff but I haven't really been focusing on anything in particular (laughs) Not, but, um, clear, not
2: clearing rocks? No. Or trees?
1: Well, I, no. they Apparently they've just patched the the last patch, maybe fixed the Invincible Bushes, but I haven't actually played since that <laughs> patch. <laughs> but I'd already blown them up at that point, so I was okay. <laughs> I had the explosives. Could you have saved them if you'd wait for the patch? Or... Well, you know, but I'm past the point of caring about biomatter now. Right. I have a coal flower, power plant. Actually, I, did I build an oil power plant yet? I think I just did. Or did I? No, that's my other save file. I loaded I loaded my non experimental save file into the experimental version just because that the save files were getting close together, like they were getting towards the same point of progress. But I was like, I think I like my other save file better. Like I like my progress in that file and how I designed things better than this one. So I went back to that other save where I had already built an oil power plant instead of just the coal. But then I was like, I need to expand this oil power plant. And by that point, the buildings are getting very large. (laughs) Like the oil refineries and the fuel burners are massive, which just generally means everything takes up more space. You have to bring more concrete to make, make more foundations and all the pipe work gets longer. But luckily I'd already built like a hyper tube between my main base and that outpost. So I was trundling backwards and forwards i don't know i'm apparently they've announced that the the this update 5 is going out of the experimental branch into the regular early access branch by the end of the month i think so maybe that will be when the multiplayer part of this happens once it's no longer experimental and i can convince someone else to come and help me or start over i guess probably do it again Possibly
2: Kipper, surprise Kipper action. Well, maybe,
1: <laughs> but I don't think Kipper sticks with stuff long enough for that. <laughs> Probably not. He's not a super factory game person, that's for sure. He's slightly a factory game person, just slightly. Not, 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 not like hundreds of hours. Of- <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's
2: not committed <laughs> enough to be employed was that by by Zach Industries. Zach <laughs>
1: no, exactly.
0: Cool. Yep. That's it. Well you've been playing then, Rob. Well I finished Scarlet Nexus. <laughs> <Yeah>. Or
2: <laughs> the first run through. Yeah, perhaps that's more accurate to say. I finished the first half of Scarlet Nexus. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can be faffed to do the second run through. Um
3: Yeah, that, that...
2: <laughs> I've I've been it's another one of those things, a little bit like Dune, where I've really been struggling to put my thoughts together on it, because it's like uh the combat remains really good like as in like the the core gameplay or the core idea behind, behind the gameplay remains pretty decent and and it, it i think last time i spoke about it it got to the point where the complexity of it had kind of ramped up it didn't really get much more complex than that from that point onwards um but they did end up being introduced to scenarios where i did require this newly expanded move set shall we say like my full my full move set suddenly became a necessity and you ended up you end up going into more and more fights where the complexity of the game basically giving you access to everything you can do almost everything you can do all at once starts to make sense because it's starting to throw enemy combos at you that you might not have seen. Uh, up to that point and it's just mm-hmm. like oh right i know i need this ability combined with this ability to get through this fight oh and then you move one fight on and it's like oh actually right okay now the combination of enemies is is a bit different that i'm gonna need these two pats to effectively get through and sometimes the waves even within the same fight are messing with the combos you need to do um or the strategies you need to try and take things out of and so like at the core gameplay level, it's doing a pretty good job with arguably not a lot. Like the core, the core combat is quite is relatively complex, but then the actual number of enemy types they throw at you and the number of arenas you're fighting in it ends up being not that many, really, in the grand scheme of things. Um, there are there are variants thereof. It does that thing where there's a lot of variants oh. of the same enemies, as opposed to there being. Lot a, whole lot, a whole lot of truly distinct stuff. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, like, yeah, to getting, I wasn't really doing much in the way of, like, going out of my way to do side stuff um, because the side stuff kind of sucks in there. It just involves, like, you going out to a place and hoping you can kill a thing in a certain way. Mm. That seems to be all they boil down to. Um, most of the, like, bonding quests with your crew are very clearly Clear. telegraphed that now is the time you do that. Right. Um there's like these um they call it the standby phases in between the main chapters where it's like when you're in those it's like then you can engage with as much side stuff as you want or team bonding as you want um uh, i would recommend doing it all because the like the 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 not because the team bonding d- stuff is interesting most of it really isn't because mm. the dialogue remains terrible throughout <laughs> um it doesn't really get better um some of the bonding episodes get less awkward and less oddly placed i suppose as you go on whereas there's stuff at the start of the game where it's just like i don't understand why i'm doing this with this character at this point in time given where the story is it makes absolutely no sense that i would be interacting with this person right now not in the manner in which the game is presenting it Mm. but towards the end of the game like the final half i suppose of it it makes a lot more sense and that stuff starts to feel more naturally placed, um, which just makes the first half of the game stand out more as being just weird. Um, And then, so, yeah, that's, that's where it sort of ended up. The story ended up being... I think I got through most of the wildness by the point I explained last time. Like, where it actually ended up wasn't as interesting as all the other stuff that's going on. And you never really see some of the wildness that I talked about. Like, the... Um, the, 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 the sort of plot with the moon and all that jazz yeah. it's like it, it explains the world but you don't really ever get to engage with any of that mm, like, which okay. is okay in the gameplay like, yeah. and I think that's one of the main problems with the game overall like a lot, a lot of stuff is talked about it Like, it's like a proper anime I suppose in that they saved their animation budget
3: <laughs> in, the, yeah.
2: in that a lot of stuff is talked about and there's a lot of dialogue about things that never actually really is seen mm. um, particularly um so it becomes like while the while the the concept keeps you going like it ends up falling a you know feeling a little disappointing when you finally roll credits and just be like oh so you're not going to do any of that Mm. oh so none of that stuff is essentially relevant and the actual conclusion of the story and how it ends up boiling down and who the big bad ends up being and who the um and the the plot to actually solve all that ends up kind of like most of the progression through the game sort of ends up being, Oh, now that's this other thing. And most of what you've done before isn't really, a, it's just a, it's just a journey. Not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily feed into where you've ended up. It's just how you've come to be in it. Like it's, you know, I'm, I'm not explaining that very well, but it's, um, it's sort of weirdly like, oh, this story wasn't about any of what I've come of, or any of what I've learned, or any of what these like huge dialogue sequences were really about. That's not what this was about. Hmm. And it sort of pulls that rug out from under you at the end, and not necessarily in a satisfying way. Um, man, this game could have done with an edit. Boy, <laughs> boy could it. It's... Yeah, make it half the length for one of the stories and I might have been onto something because my concern now is is like having, I played for Yuito's storyline and now that I've started Kasani's um, playthrough is that a lot of the content is the same. The same. Yeah. So even the stuff where the characters weren't necessarily in contact with each other, they go through a very similar, if not sometimes identical sequence of events. In places like the very start of the game, no matter which character you are, is identical. Mm. Um, the conversations that follow on immediately after that kind of identical because some of it involves crossover with the characters. And it's like there's a couple of stuff, there's a couple of key events that I think happen in the first third of the game that do sound kind of interesting because they're things you don't get to see at all from Yuito's perspective, um, like a whole different place, a whole different area. Spoilers: A whole different time mm. um, that is just that Yuito never gets to experience, and it's like, and that stuff happens within the first third of the game. Mm. Um, from on, and apparently they just do, and kind of like, yeah, we did this thing, we went, went to this place, and we did this thing. And they kind of sort of like sort of sort of brush aside. Oh really? in, okay. in Yuito's storyline, like it's, it's kind of it's kind of weird. But and, like, and like, oh, this person died, this person lived, and now this person's doing this thing that they just sort of mention in conversation because Yuito wasn't there. That you could, I could now see, but I, like it, it, the way it's structured, it doesn't help make me think that perhaps the the two character design to this was a mistake. Like perhaps they should have made it so, like the character you were playing as Yuito for a bit, then playing as Kasane for a bit, or perhaps there were points where you could pick who you wanted to play and make it a single nightly nice story mm. like having it as two separate playthroughs with into bits i don't think works that well as a result yeah. of just how they've handled the um the, the two different threads yeah and it's probably because there is so much overlap especially in the final half like where the two teams are kind of one mm. and it's just like like all that this the the lead up to the teams coming together like probably wasn't handled all that well and it's um so yeah I think I, I I would put most of that down probably down to just budget It's like it seems like they spent all their budget on the combat system and the voice actors mm. and like and perhaps didn't have quite enough money to actually like fulfill the vision in full Because um, like some of the environments, especially towards the end of the game, are quite drab right they're kind like, of funny they, team. yeah, like a lot of the best environments are front loaded mm. in the game the cities in particular look pretty nice and they're very well realized but the um even if the areas aren't particularly large, but like they look, they look, they have a style and they mm. look pretty good. Whereas, like you know, at some point you are just like, oh, we're in this abandoned hospital which is basically just concrete walls, uh, or or oh, we're in this research facility that's sort of a bit like concrete walls, mm. or or we're inside this computer that's just concrete squares or metallic esque squares, and it's just like the, the the scene design ends up being kind of weak. Mm. Um, towards the end um but yeah it was I, I got through it that's 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 something to say like despite its flaws i got through it and it's like the con- the combat kept me going um,
1: still i got through half of it though. but still i got
0: yeah i got through half of it
1: and that it's, like counts isn't it it's, yeah
2: it's a playthrough it's like so it, it launches into a sort of new game plus when you play the uh, second playthrough so you get all your skills but you're not you don't have any of your character bonds right. still so i've still got a Go through those because presumably the bond stories are different from Kasane's point of view as well. They probably don't make sense to have the same ones, mm. so there's a whole lot of visual novel stuff to perhaps go through um, to get to get there, and a lot of gift buying. Um,
0: such a weird Japanese
2: trope, isn't it? The whole like, oh, I need to buy gifts for people constantly.
3: Uh, right,
2: it's not just, just Japan, though, no, is it? No, got... no, but it seems like I don't know, it just seems like a fairly jeff japanese especially sort of jrpg kind of thing and to be honest that first dead or alive beach volleyball game where it's just all about (laughs) it's just all about gift giving like Mm. like that's the i mean sure great i I guess that's a nice thing to do but that's that that, there seems to be such an emphasis on that quite a bit because it's quite a core part of actually getting your bond level up here it's just like oh i found this thing that i thought you might like oh wow great thanks um and also, please, 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 if you if you make another one of these, which you know wouldn't necessarily been against you doing, dial back the the not just the dialogue on how much of those sequences there are, but dial back the uh, this, I guess the barks and the things that pop up over the radio. So like when your bond level increases with someone, they will call you over and you will have a little conversation with them. So that like face to face, there'll be a little chat. It will normally only be a few lines. Um, and probably about something you just did in the Bond episode that led into that if you did something there. And then and then once you've had that, you'll step you'll come away from that conversation, you'll be roaming around the hideout, and then and then you'll get a radio y or brain talk message from that person almost saying the exact same thing that you just had a conversation about. It's like, I really feel like I know you better now. Oh, really? Thanks for saying that. That makes me feel so happy. And it's like, we've just had this conversation. You don't need to brain talk me about it. And then sometimes you'll also get a met- et- like a like text message in, in your brain messages that says the same thing or some similar like, it'll be great to go out again another time. Yeah, brah. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's just incessant. There's far too much. People don't talk that much. Mm. <laughs> it's just, it back, yeah, it's, it's, nice. it's, it's a bit much, but um, but yeah, combat is madness. Um, might be worth showing you just how crazy that is, but at some point, <laughs> it's, it's, it's there's a fair amount going on. Uh, yeah, so there was, I finished that, it's probably as much as I'll play. I haven't gone back to it really since vaguely just starting Kasani's story, but because uh, forts, well, I was doing Rocket League for a while, and also forts of Horizon Five's out, <laughs> um, so I've been playing that. Um damn that's a good looking game. Looks
0: pretty damn good. Uh, damn. <laughs> Stretching your Series X for the first
2: Yeah, this is well, the first time. This is I guess a year after release. This is probably the first proper showcase game for the for the console. Mm. Um a little late, but you know, looking great. It's uh Yeah, I'm playing it in performance mode on Series X. Um on a four K telly Um and it's uh yeah, it's
3: pretty good looking. It's gotta be said, it's pretty good looking.
2: It's like, I, don't, I only have like, I don't have many complaints about how it looks. It's like, I think the most, the only thing that is noticeable really as you're going around the world is that it's like, a, there's some, some aggressive level of detail, some aggressive lod going on in spots, like especially in noticeable with trees. They seem to pop into a higher detail relatively close to the car. Um, and you can see it. Um even when you're driving around at high speeds you can see it Mm -hmm. and it's like that 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 kind of stuff is is negated by running it in fidelity mode Mm -hmm. but yeah i want that frame rate frame rate i don't want to drop it down to 30 it's like it's 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 not i mean i guess horizon is if you've if you've been playing the previous horizon games you're probably used on on console you're probably used to 30 so it's probably not a big deal for you but for me like i've been on pc for the last two iterations um running it at high frame rate and high detail because three and four ran pretty goddamn well on my pc i kind of think five probably won't because it is it is a step up um in detail um but yeah i've got too used to it now um so yeah i have to have that frame rate um but it still looks great like the, the just the Even when stopped, like, there's a definite bump in detail, like, even when, not even when you're moving, like, if you just stop the camera and just have a look at the floor. Mm-hmm. Just look at the floor of all things. It's like there is a lot of detail on the floor. How <laughs> about the shadows? <laughs> Sh- shadows <laughs> the are the classic Horizon okay. okay, so the thing I haven't, I was talking to Dan about this earlier. The thing I haven't checked yet is like what happens to the shadows over the day night cycle, yes. right? Because they, they looked kind of shonky in older iterations, the way they step around. Mm. Like, especially if you're like parked up and like, or driving around slowly looking for something. I haven't noticed any trouble yet. But I haven't specifically been looking for it. Um, but it's something I should probably should do. Just like find somewhere with some trees and just and some sharp shadows and see how they move as the as the day night cycle goes by. Um, so yeah, visuals inside are, are good. They're like general general sound design, good as it's ever been. Um, I, I think the, the soundtrack selection is pretty great. This it might be one of the better ones, actually. Mm. Like the the soundtrack selection so far has been pretty nice. Mm. Um, but I would say the soundtrack is slightly mired by some odd design choices in its leveling. Like, and I think these, I think these may have been present in the previous ones, but they just like they feel more egregious this time round. Like in the sense that when you start a race, it suddenly like the the music seems to suddenly play much louder than it normally would. And then die down to much quieter than it would outside of a race. Like when you're just driving around and the radio is playing, like for some reason it dips down lower. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I've tweaked all the sound properties to make the music come further forward. Like I've turned down all the other sound effect settings to make mm. music louder. And it doesn't seem to have had a huge effect. Like it just seems to always dip the music down. And mm. it's like, that's oh, I want to listen to the music. Like your soundtrack is good. Let me listen to it. Um, and I haven't been noticing. Yeah, it's just strange. Like, and then it suddenly gets when you finish the race, you suddenly get a very loud burst of it. Like while the finished logo is on, and then it just to show it. you what you've been missing. Yeah. yeah, and then it dips it again while the results come on, and it's like, can I not just have the music? Can I not just have it loud all the time? It's like, it's like the. You remember we want to talking about pacer? And it's weird volume leveling for the music as well. Mm. Like that, that did strange stuff with with the music leveling, and it's like, what? Why? 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 Just play me the tunes, yo. Play me the tunes! Um, and I think, like, some of that... Oh, yeah, it's, it's it's iterative, again. Like, if, we're, if we're being honest, like, it's another Horizon game. Mm. It's like... And so far, I haven't really come across anything to make me say, ooh, that's new and interesting. It's just, like, all tiny tweaks here and there. Um, some of them for the better, some of them for the worse. So, like... I'd... I, Actually, probably most of them for the worst. Like, if I'm honest, like because yeah. it's like the more I think about it, it's because yeah. I think some of the styling has improved here and there, like in how like some of, some of the way just generally menus look and how the how the systems like the system yeah, stuff nice. is put on screen. They, they, I think they've the style is a bit more consistent and a bit nicer this time around. But then you. They seem to have doubled down on the the thing I have a problem with codemasters games, and that there's an awful lot of chatter, mm. like an awful lot of vocalization pepe. and it's all it's all peppy is the word yeah, yeah. it's all too too peppy O'Hare <laughs> Peppy O'Hare would be better um, <laughs> use the boost. <laughs> it would be uh, it's just like everyone's everyone's like oh this is the best and you're the best Come you're be my hey, yeah. that is the worst the fact that they constantly refer to you as the superstar driver um because you've like i, I guess you were big in horizon uk and so now your your character has come to this and there's <laughs> like so now you're the superstar and everyone calls you the superstar constantly um you get that like option to change what you're referred to as in some of the dialogue, so like that's why mine was always going, "Hey Bob," because um, I picked Bob, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> as, as, as my Bob. name, because they don't have Spoon in the nickname list. Like, like if they had Spoon, I'd be all over that. Um, some games do. I think the Dirt series actually lets me be Spoon, <laughs> so it's so, so one point to Dirt. Um, it's a. Uh, yeah, there's just there's just so much of it. And even when you're doing the showcase events, they can't stop talking constantly about, oh, and now we're doing this thing, and now here come the bikers! The bikers are now coming on the show! Isn't that, isn't that great? And it's like, that's just a canned animation while I'm driving around, folks. It's not that great. Um... And like, oh, I'm gonna, live with be flying around in my plane, and then all of a sudden, the DJ from the from the radio station will pipe up saying, "Yeah, we're flying a helicopter near this race where our superstar driver is doing a thing." And it's like, "Yeah, I know, I'm doing the thing. <laughs> I am I'm the right one. here. I'm right. I'm doing the thing right now. You don't have to tell me how good it is. I can make that judgment myself, and it's constant. Like, you, you, unless when you're doing like the standard open world stuff, when you're doing the traditional Horizony things." It dies down a bit Um, and you don't get so much of that. You still get the the DJs seem to talk a lot more now rather than just spinning tunes. There's a lot more like interruptions and being like, this is Amy Simpson being all excited about all the things I can do at the Horizon Festival, but I don't have time to do all of them because Uh, woe is me, parties.
0: (laughs) Too many parties.
2: And then the cardinal sin of all this they give your character a voice
0: Ah, why and he's the
2: worst (laughs) it's just they make him like a i'm a peppy brit kind of like voice and it's just like i do love a good party and fast you say you want me to get there fast i can do that and it's just like I, i guess they wanted a bit more to and fro between your your guy and the other people that are talking at you the whole time but it's
0: it's Bad. It's can worse. You pick a female
2: voice? You can pick a female okay. voice. You can make your character entirely female if you want. You can even make a female character and give it a male voice and vice versa and stuff oh, like right, that. Yeah. They've they the character creation has prosthetics and things like that. They've they've done a pretty I mean that's this is one of this game's like really good points is like the accessibility and the identity stuff is case. Yeah. Is pretty solid. Yeah. They even go to the point where if, do you want to change your pronoun? Yeah you, yeah you can do that yeah that's good you can do that all the, like if you want you want to be a them you
0: yeah, can yeah. do that yeah that's good
2: um it's it's pretty pretty hardcore on that stuff and it, which is which is great um and it's but yeah like in some and like i kind of just don't want any of that to be there i don't, like i don't want any of that you to know, be a thing i want, want to, to driving
3: yeah,
2: and i want to have a good time driving. Um, and we stumbled upon a weird control issue because this is the first Forza game like I've been playing with a controller from mm. the start like, cause, like, well apart from 2, I played 2 entirely with a controller um, but 3 and 4 I played with a wheel on my PC like, aside from flying a drone around when I needed to fly that around I'd get a controller out and fly the drone with that um, which I think the drone is missing from this so barn finds might be more annoying but we'll see if that unlocks later <laughs> Um yeah, so like there's what I noticed was like with it is I couldn't get the same. It felt like the turning circles were like at some, on some turns and on some corners were kind of active. The game was actively working against me to make the car not take the turn properly. Um, so we, when we were playing in car, it sort of visually looked like that as well because the character's arms on the wheel weren't turning the wheel to full lock. Yeah, yeah, they were sort of bouncing back, weren't they? And like not quite.
0: Yeah, you can And see. it's like,
2: no, I want you to I want you to be at full lock right now. What are you doing? So it, it, it seems like unless you put the steering mode on anything other than full simulation mode, it's going to be interrupting you. And there there are like four, four levels of steering assist. There's like now full auto steering where it does the whole thing for you. But like right. again, accessibility. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um um, and there's also like there's, there's like a little bit of assistance and then there's what they call standard mode which is the game's default where it's like it makes the car it like all the inputs are yours but the car is easier to drive like they say it dampens some of the physical effects and it's like no nah, that's nonsense it's like it's actually changing my input like that's not that's not what that option's doing put it on sim mode my problems went away the cars felt better hmm and it's like I should have discovered that option sooner because it yeah. was like it was a bit funny, like because I was playing it with you, and I'm like, this doesn't. That was the kind of the first moment where I really felt like the game yeah. was like not qu- quite right. And it's at least compared to playing it with a wheel, like where the, I don't think that problem really was a problem ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, put it in sim mode and.
3: So, i just had now yeah i
2: found the cars way more controllable like cause i tend to play without the assists on i tend to play without traction control and stability management and abs and try and <laughs> force myself to learn how to do that properly definitely because i did that that's with like about. the motorsport games i always did that with that yeah. like I want, I want to feel in control of this car and i want that to be the challenge
0: yeah that's what it should be about
2: because that's the other thing about this one It's like there's no challenge in Forza Horizon unless you make it for yourself. Like you can go into a race, you can come last, and the game will go. That's fine. You did the race. Like it doesn't care. The game doesn't. The game never cares how well you do. Right. Just that you've done. And it's like that's. I mean, I guess that's a freaks like like I don't know, almost hippie commune spirit attitude to take to it. <laughs> which i guess some people are going to be well into uh, but mm. i need something i think i need i need to give myself that carrot on the stick it's like like i want to be win- winning these races but i want to be winning these races just right i want to dial it in to be like i'm doing I can I can, I can just sneak a victory because that's the best feeling in a racing game is like working
1: for that victory. But have you just not looked at the achievements enough? Uh, probably. <laughs> like, yeah. We need the Rob motivation. Look at the achievements. Look at the achievements. Find out that you yeah. have to come first in all the races. Oh, yeah, probably. But then the game doesn't expose that. So well, if that I
2: was maybe. to then go look at an event I've already done, it will just tag it as you've done this. Oh, uh, right. Like it, like it, Is marks... it, not just
1: like a weird sub screen where you have to push a button and it shows the actual results. Or whatever? It's a good
2: question. I don't know. I mean, there are leaderboards still for like setting, right. setting lap times on courses, and I don't know quite how those quite work. Presumably, they're classed off by vehicle types and classes and stuff like that. There's probably a billion different boards you can engage with. Billion um, boards. a billion. But it's like, I did that stupid off-road race, but I took a Jaguar E-Type into it, which was a big mistake. Oh, yeah. Because um, <laughs> it was impossible to drive. For well, fun. But it's like, oh, I've got to try this, I've got to see what happens. Of course. And uh, I came like ninth or something out of 12, and it, um, and it just, you then, then looked at that event later on, and it's like, it just marked it with a gold sticker, and be like, no, I'm pretty certain I haven't really achieved there, <laughs> but game doesn't care. You, you've just done. That's all the game cares about. Just do, and maybe that's probably going to be all right as a like after-work check off a checkbox kind of
0: game. But hmm. I don't know it's it's an odd doesn't... it's an odd choice for a driving game. There must be another layer under there where you can see the results there, yeah, and, and and then work towards getting. It's very odd because usually they go for like a kind of. Well, I don't know. I don't know about Horizon series, but usually there's like a kind of medal system or a rating or system. Yeah, I mean the this may have been the case like since like Horizon
2: 3 at least. I can't rem- mm-hmm. really remember Horizon 2 that well, but Horizon yeah, I I want to say like it's been this way for a while and it's only really just dawned on me just how that, that that really sits, right? Because mm-hmm. like, I guess I've always set myself that chance and I've always hit the restart, but I'm always thinking I want that first because I want that money and that experience points for the leveling system, which you know seem increasingly feels less and less the point of the game. Mm. Um Yeah, it's just it's just a strange one. I know the, the DLC for Horizon 3 the Hot Wheels expansion mm. that very much did the medal thing. So, oh, like okay. each each race had like um, if you wanted to get three stars on the level, you had to win and you had to also do a sub a couple of sub objectives. It's like each star was kind of tied to, um, yeah. Each star had like a set a set of objectives that only needed to get all of them done if you wanted the three star mm-hmm. three star badge. Um, so the, yeah, you know, they they have done that in the past. But they, they, yeah, just not in the core core game. Mm. Um, I kind of, yeah. Like I should, I should probably see if, see if I could pick up the Lego expansion for Horizon Four because <laughs> that's still, like, if nothing else, that kind of looks rad. Yeah, it's probably, probably it's supposed be, to be have been good, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, don't think, I think it was like it's not as good as the Hot Wheels one, yeah. but it's like it's it just looks cool. <laughs> like, What's the? To, so it's just jungle. Lego with <laughs> Horizon <laughs> physics. It's like what could go wrong? Especially if those cars smash apart real good, which they probably won't. <laughs> probably not. So yeah, it's it's an odd it's an odd beast. It it's it's horizon as fuck, let's put it that way. Right. Very horizon. Very horizon, but not much else. And and perhaps because, perhaps most horizon isn't best horizon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A three probably still stands as my favourite, actually. Yeah. What's so it's the big... setting for three again? Australia.
0: Australia, yeah. Hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, so we'll see. I, I still need to unlock more race types, I think, because at the moment it just seems to be giving me nothing but cross country. So it'd be nice to have some more proper city yeah, awesome. racing, um, some city, yeah. yeah which race. means I think I need to engage with. I need. I think the the main flow is like you have to earn enough experience to unlock an adventure stage, and then once you do that adventure stage, and you know, like that unlock that lets you unlock a discipline, right? But then once you, but that, the, the problem with that is, that you have to do one of those adventure stages and and go through the the That's noise, weird. yeah, the noise. Just go through the. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And they're supposed to be like this is where all the cool stuff happens, yeah, and yeah. it's like no, this is where all the worst stuff happens. Just get to unlocking the actual game. <laughs> I'm do-
2: I'm doing a rob review, honestly. Like I'm being overly ne- like hugely negative on it because there's a lot to be annoyed about. But it's like the but that's that's the talking point here, right? The core game is as good as it's ever been, um, and it's like I shouldn't knock it too much because the driving still feels great. It looks great. Mm. The um um the presentation is great it's um you know with these little with these choices aside um there's there's a but it's it's not hugely new as a result it's not hu- it's, i mean it's not massively interesting aside from a technical standpoint um so yeah, there you go if you're a horizon fan and you want more horizon, you cannot go wrong. But make better choices. <laughs> make, please make better choices, Playground. Like it's you're, you're leaning in the wrong direction. Slowly, it's like a gentle lean. It's like a, it's like a greyhound leaning on someone's leg, kind of lean. You know? Yeah. Like just, but, but course correction required. And that's kind of it. That's 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 everything else we've already covered. Alrighty. Done much breath for the while?
0: No, I haven't got back to it. I need to find some time.
1: But you played the demo of Dread.
0: Uh, yeah, I did.
1: Yeah. That was good.
0: That Thought. was good. Um, I like the direction, but I think you pretty much said everything last time. <laughs> are you still are you considering buying it for getting it for Christmas or something, Zagor? Maybe. I Dread?
1: mean, it may not happen at Christmas. It may, it may happen later. Later, right. Maybe no, it, no. Be, game of the year last year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, situation. Probably the same for me. Discovery of the year for next year.
1: Yeah. Already the discovery though, because we played the demo. <laughs> yeah,
2: plus it's how our system works, man. I guess.
3: Yeah.
2: Although we have come kind of demos in the
0: past. Sort of. <laughs> sort of, yeah. I know you what you mean about the whole classic plant your feet thing versus the twin stick shooter thing. Yeah. It's a little bit weird, but you know, it still works, the old Metroid gameplay. And I, it's kind of cool how. I mean, I guess it was always true, but the 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 whatever the EDI sections like, like make you use your your like slick movement skills to get away from them or whatever that the normal ME yeah Emmy yeah. or whatever they are called yeah what's EDI is that Mass Effect ED yeah anyway what was the computer in Command and Conquer called uh, Oh Ava wasn't it? that was an Ava wasn't it Yeah I think that's right It's GDI is the Conquer <laughs> yeah GDI is the faction, <laughs> it's, it's the faction yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, anyway. Metroids. It's a game. It's a Metroid game. It's a game. It's a classic Metroid game.
2: <laughs> it's a game. Yeah. i make making a podcast?
0: I think so. Have we got any videos coming up? Uh, more more uh, Ocarina? More
2: Ocarina of Time. Part two went up Today cool actually check that so out so now if now. you've
1: been reading the descriptions of the videos you'll find out why it meant in the first video yeah. when Rob put the description in there about the Metal Gear discussion that haven't yet oh, oh crap what? did I do oh, I, did, I totally oh, that did right? that I totally did the metal that Metal Gear that? discussion is in episode 2 but you put that in the description for episode 1 oh, oh. it was a very funny non-second at the time it was <laughs> like what are you yet? talking about oh my um,
0: gosh you're absolutely right I hadn't realised yes I got ahead of myself <laughs>
2: okay
0: (laughs) if you want to hear our metal years and go to part two of our Time it's actually that one yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) Um, that's what happens when I'm two weeks behind on production (laughs) (laughs) so they're on our YouTube channel uh, Happy Salad and then we'll be back here in a couple of weeks for another Saladcast thank you for joining us goodbye